What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Sweat and Grime. It's your host, Brian. You got your host, Rick. You got your host, Matt. And tonight, we actually have two guests in the studio in person. We have Dylan and Justin from Van Gordon Land Solutions. Did I get it right? You did. Perfect. Hell yeah. How, How are you guys, guys doing? doing? Good. Good. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Our, our official Child's Playroom podcast. This is, <laughs> this is the first big podcast we've had, so thanks for being on. Thank you. So... Let's just fire off with, give us a little history of Van Gordon Land Solutions. How did you guys come to be? Um, I started as a home builder, believe it or not, and it just kind of transitioned from one thing to the next. I, I love being outside, and uh, we started building homes and moved into landscaping, and it just kind of kept growing from there. And every year, it kind of doubles. And so, so what are you guys primarily doing now? Just land clearing? Um, yeah, specialized uh Land clearing, specialized excavating, things of that nature. Gotcha. No, what do you mean by specialize when you say that? I mean out of the normal. <laughs> all right, right, all right, all right. So, gotcha. What would you consider well, normal. specialized? <laughs> because we got a whole audience here listening that don't know what specialized is here in Michigan. Specialized to me is having certain tools that the average excavator doesn't have. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Very cool. You want to touch in on what? toys those might be yeah so you've got some cool toys yeah t- tell us about your toys <laughs> so we do we do have some cool do you toys. got anything hitachi <laughs> <laughs> we do not uh, why you like hitachi he does he likes it in the seat the one that vibrates underneath you, you know they make sex toys too right <laughs> i got no, they don't i, I got do. a couple of they those do. okay there you go <laughs> yeah. so he does own hitachi now are those typically found on the job or you save those for the bedroom no, those are on the job okay, for sure. Absolutely, that's yeah. where Rick keeps his yeah. right so up the kind, ass. What kind of employees are you trying to attract here? <laughs> a certain type, for sure. Right yeah, I have a type. <laughs> so tell us about this specialized land clearing. Um, specialized land clearing is a type of mulch machine that uh, we run carbides on all, all of our mulch machines, but people change up the type of knives for the type of cutting. All right. Um, what do you think, Dylan? Well, to touch on the specialized, I would say more the excavation side of things. Um, And when I say specialized excavation, you know, things that, um, you know, most people can't do uh, with an excavator that allow, I mean, for example, uh, our new excavator, the Volvo 160, we got a steel wrist on it. Um, That's going to allow us to do things that, you know, most guys can't do, allow us to be a lot more efficient, allow yeah. us to get in tight places, weird areas, you know, move that thing in ways that, you know, a lot of people can't do things. Um, specialized land clearing, I don't really know where Justin was going with that, but. <laughs> but it's a thing, man. It's, it's a thing. thing. Hey, we were going to draw it out. We're, yeah. we're special. So that, yeah. That, yeah. that's what separates that's us from everybody else. So. No, no, there's, there's no wrong answer here. That's yeah, true. Yeah. There is no wrong answer. So now on that note, I know you've been with Van Gordon for, a relatively short duration. Yeah. Yeah. Only since, uh, this, this fall back in September, I started. So it's, it's been, you know what? I don't know. A couple six, seven months. So yeah. right. how did you guys end up meeting? Well, I was about to say, was the draw really the company or was it the fact that Justin included Hitachi's on the job? <laughs> so a little yeah, bit of both. Specialized employee is here. I quit my job. Um, and doing what? I was working for a, uh, big construction management firm, um, we did, you know, we did a lot of K through 12 work and then a lot of hospitals. Um, and I stopped doing that in August, sat around for about two weeks, did a little bit of hunting early goose season. 
And then it was like, man, I, and I was just finishing up school and I was like, just getting the edge to work again. And I got on Google and I was at the time, um, my dad is a entrepreneur. He's uh, started a couple businesses and right now he runs a, um, uh, painting company. They do a lot of painting gutters, concrete coatings, things of that nature. And I figured out what forestry mulching was. I had always kind of known about it, but actually I was scrolling through TikTok and really got into it. And, um, I kind of put a presentation together for my dad and was like, Hey, give me X amount of money and kind of explained to him, Hey, this is how long it's going to take for you to get your money back. Uh, just give me a chance. And he was like, dude, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> in my fifties, I'm, I'm selling my business in a couple of years. How much, money, how much money did you ask your dad for? <laughs> Let's start yeah. with that. Yeah. So, uh, initially I was like, give me 200 grand. I'll, you know, spend a 120, 130 on a machine. Keep you going. Jesus. Um, I had, a, I had a truck Bang already. Put yeah. Reverse, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> I, to be honest, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I was just like, Hey, I want to try this. I've always loved heavy equipment. I wanted to get into it. I was tired of what I was doing. I hate working in an office, being a paper yep, pusher. Yep, it it yep. sucked. Um, and he basically was like, you're fucking crazy. Go find somebody else. Give them this presentation. Tell them what you want to do. I got on Google that night after he basically shit on my parade. Yeah. He's like, not Let a chance. Fuck yeah. He's like, let's see who else I can present you, this to. You can come help me with painting and run my business. I was like, fuck no. Painting yeah, is the most painting boring is thing. terrible. It's like watching baseball and yeah, golf. It's, it's not bad when you're so getting paid bad. to do it though. I did yeah. learn that. I hated painting until I started getting paid. I'm like, holy shit, I can make money doing this. It's yeah. So, I mean, so, but yeah, I it's fun. It. I, I worked on, you know, his painting group crews for three or four summers and I had a really good time. He, he's got a great group group of guys with him and I had a good time, made some money, but it just, it's not what I wanted to do forever. Yeah. My dad grew up and forever. He told, he would tell his dad, my grandpa, I'm going to start a painting company. I'm going to start a painting company. And he did. And you know, he, he did really well for himself and yeah. I'm forever grateful for that because you know, my family has been able to do things that not everybody can do. And it's, That's you know, awesome. it's also helped me in life too, as far as, you know, it, it's given me the drive to want to go make a bunch of money and, and do some oh, yeah, cool dude. shit just yeah. like my parents. So nice. Back to the story. Told me I was fucking crazy. I got on Google. I typed in land clearing company near me. He was the first person that came up. Got really? on Facebook. How much you pay for those Google yeah, ads? Exactly. <laughs> That's SEO, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Enough. Sent him a Facebook message, some long spiel, like, hey, uh, you know, th this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I've been doing. Give me a chance. He messaged me back that night. It was like nine o'clock at night. He said, call me. I called him. And uh, he was like, can you start tomorrow? And I was like, fuck yeah, I can. Yeah, absolutely. What kind of company is this? They don't have anybody to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I came in and he, uh, and I, you know, when I kind of gave him the spiel on Facebook, I told him I want to, you know, really attack the social media thing and, and, and put him on the map. And he was like, well, if you're good at social media, why don't you sell a bunch of my shit on Facebook marketplace? <laughs> nice. So they, so that's a way to work that connection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> calling you out. Well, yeah, he wanted to see if I knew what I was talking about. And, I, and little did he know Facebook marketplace is my niche. I, all my friends, my family they they think I'm psychotic because I'll, I used to do a lot of this. I don't do it as much anymore, but I would buy stuff on Facebook. You're marketplace, a wheeler dealer, aren't you? You're Facebook it. marketplace yep. wheeler dealer. I was dealer. addicted to it, dude. I'd spend hours <laughs> on it a day. And, uh, they're not wrong with that. I mean, yeah, Flipping, it's fun. Making yeah. money. And that's just what I did during school to get by when I wasn't working for my dad and it worked for me. But 
uh, he left me at the the shop and all the guys went off to work and um, just said, put all my shit up for sale. And I gave me no direction at all. It was just like, <laughs> do it. And I was like, okay. Now, was everything for sale or did he sell shit that wasn't supposed <laughs> to be sold? Uh, Where's two, my truck? <laughs> two, two days later, I didn't have anything left in my garage. Nice. Really? Nice. Wow. And what were you selling? Business stuff or personal stuff? Everything. I just, I was getting rid of all the construction tools. I didn't want to go back From the to home building. Yeah. Gotcha. I, didn't, I didn't want to go back to it at all. Yeah. So were yeah. you impressed with your new hire over nine o'clock at night? It took a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a minute. <laughs> yeah. But I, I sold all kinds of shit, pass load nailing framers. I mean, what a, I ramps for, you know, dirt bikes, four wheelers, all kinds of just random shit. And they came back to the shop and I had a big wad of cash. I was like, here you go. He's like, all right, good job. I'll see you tomorrow. You've earned your attachment. <laughs> yeah. Here's your pay. Yeah. 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 Here's your 12 bucks. Right. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. So, what, so what's your role now doing uh, Van Gordon Solution? Um, so Van Gordon Land Solutions. Land Solutions. Land, yeah. Land yeah. Solutions. Don't get it wrong. Um, <laughs> Correction. Hey, I, 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 I put a lot of thought and time into the name and logo and everything with some help from, you know, our, our marketing team, but I, I spent a lot of time on it and we kind of take pride in Well, pride so in there's everything. a topic right there. What went into the thought? Because I know there's some guys out there that might possibly want to rebrand. What kind of thought goes into creating a brand and a name what did you think about and let's also touch on the old name versus the new name how it worked it's that's a touchy subject right changing names is a it's a scary thing to do oh, yeah you you're gonna lose the some community customer. knows your yeah, old name yeah, and yeah you i started thinking maybe it might put a bad signal out there like you're why are we under you yeah. screw somebody over yeah, yeah um, something like that and yeah, that that wasn't the case yeah, at all yeah almost definitely um, justin was definitely worried about it when I when I came to him with this idea, I was yeah. like, "Hey, let, oh, let's. so the name change was your idea? It was. Well, Ooh, it was. What happened was is you know I, I would call people and you know try to market us builders, whoever, maybe developers, real estate agents, whatever it was. I was calling everybody, just trying to get you know clearing jobs specifically. And and every time I'd get on the phone, I'd be like, "Hey, it's Dylan with JCC Services," and they'd be like, "Huh?" And I'd be like, "JCC Services," and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." And so that's when I came to him. I'm like, Hey, this, you know, this is a great name and it has a lot of meaning to it. And I'll let Justin explain that. But I was like, maybe we should think about switching it. Let's, let's, you know, include your last name. Let's do something cool. And going back to what you said, uh, as far as like what kind of led me to do it, I really, it, it just kind of started as an idea and I got on, you know, Adobe illustrator and just kind of started mocking things up. And he, at the time, the logo he had for JCC, had an excavator arm in it and he was like, I don't care what you do. I just want that excavator arm included somehow. And as you can see here, yeah. we made it work, but, um, yeah. It, Sometimes you just got to take a stand. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. It just, it's, it's a good logo. And why yeah, is, why that is, is a, a solid touchy logo. subject though, Justin, to um, go from JCC to Van Gordon? Uh, because you're, you're, you built a name, mm -hmm. right? You build a name and then all of a sudden you just get rid of it. And how many years experience did you have under that name? What's that on the road? Uh, since 2007. All right. So, yeah. Uh, long enough. During the shit show of uh, our yeah. industry. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, session. What was your thoughts when Dylan come walking up to you and said, hey, your name sucks. Let's change it. <laughs> you done messed up, oh. A.A. Yeah. <laughs> what was your emotion? What was your thought behind it all? I love I love the new name. It's my last name, right? Yeah. I have three kids. They, they, they might have something to carry on or even him. Yeah. Right? There's There's something left to carry on past me. That's a big deal. 
And it's really easy to add Dylans to the front of it when you take over. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll adopt them. There you go. Right. So we'll change his last name. Yeah, there we go. So to kind of reverse your story further back, what made you decide to get out of building? Because you did that for a while. Building sucks. Yeah. Building Building's rough. There's a lot of moving pieces, right? You're, you have to have so many different tools to build a house. Yeah. You mm-hmm. need everything. Um, I wanted to specialize in five things instead of a hundred different things. Yep. So instead of being the jack of all trades, be the best at five things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And how's that panning out now when you made that switch? Um, much better. And how about, how about mentally? Yeah. I was going to say like your brain's still probably like, oh, we can still do this. We can still do that. And it's like, wait, no, we're um, only doing this like focus. That's why it kind of, yeah. that's why I said, Hey dude, sell every single tool I own. So you don't have the opportunity to. The problem with knowing everything mm-hmm. is you'll go back to it. Yep. And if you kind of just kind of let some stuff go, I don't have an option. If I want to go build a house again, I got to buy everything again. Yeah. You got to burn the ships. Yeah. What was the What was the explorer that burned his ships when he got there? So that Christopher no one. Christopher could... Columbus. No, it wasn't. It was, oh, no, I was agreeing was with it? you. I have no nah. idea. <laughs> yeah, that's all, around the world, dude. I, I didn't something. listen history class. So today on Dirt Talk Captain Geography. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That's not even geography. That's it? just history. I don't freaking know. Oh, I, I don't remember. No, right, let's move on. This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have two other seats on this, and I'm waiting for you guys to pick up the slack. Here. Now, Justin, when you when you made that transition out of the building, houses and everything moving on, what made you go this general path? Like, what was your vision when you t- started taking a step away from building houses? Oh, I mean, I love heavy equipment, right? Mm-hmm. Most most young men do, right? And uh, I got to be outside. Personally, I have to be outside. Yeah. It's a big deal for me. Yep. Right. Being trapped in a basement when it's 75 degrees out, gets old. Tough. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. It, it gets old. It gets old. Yeah. That's kind of where my brain is. It's like, I've been doing decks and this yeah. and that. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I just got to focus on bathrooms. But now the weather's getting nice. I'm like, man, should I go back to doing decks? Yeah, man. Like, I'm like, no, focus. But, e- but even so, February, you know, you're, yeah. you're in warm weather. So exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's give and take. It. Yep. Yep, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the outside every time. Hell yeah, I don't blame you. So as you started taking those steps, though, and you started transitioning into something that maybe you haven't done before, what was that like making this transition of just oh, taking off into the heavy equipment world versus being a builder? Dude, even business in general is about making mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've made I've made a shitload. Yeah, I've made <laughs> more I than I here. can count. I made seven Dude. a day, and I need to learn from them tonight. <laughs> If you <laughs> if you added up the hundreds of thousands, I probably just blew. Yeah. In business. Oh, dude. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of different kind of businesses. Rick's sitting on shit, a confession but... couch tonight. <laughs> yeah, Tell us more. Let, yeah. Let's hear it. Absolutely. Well, dig, digging deep, bum bumping the microphone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that's part of that's part of going into business and being an entrepreneur is making the mistakes and falling forward. Hopefully, learning you're from failing them. and keep picking up, moving forward, but. Um, in those transitions, those like, what did you start getting into? Did you buy a skid steer excavator? Or? I started off with a Bobcat one seventy five. Was the first skid steer I've ever bought, all which right. is a tired machine. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely not a good machine at all. To be honest, tire machines in this industry is not the right machine. Yeah, for us. No, they're horrible. So, if you're a good enough sales guy, you can convince someone with the foam filled <laughs> tires is totally. Yeah, you're, totally you'll be it. fine. They'll float right across the fucking mud. Get some yeah. of those logging tracks. I'll you're sell good. the tracks that go on exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. So it's quite a ride, though, isn't it, guys? 
Yeah, it's awesome. absolutely. Business, I mean, it is. If you haven't gone to work and paid five grand to go for go to work for a week, you're, Gosh, you you yeah. haven't been in business. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's there's so <laughs> many there's so many highs, and then equally there's so many lows. But that's what makes the highs so sweet is you worked your ass off to get there. So I'll, I'll at least touch on that note of I've never lost a job financially went backwards. Like I never had to pay to finish a job. I have. That's a I, plus. Oh, I, I've, I've done it. I have been close on two. I think the one job, dude, I worked like 120 hours and I made 120 bucks after all expenses. It was fucking horrible. I miscalculated everything. <laughs> um, so I never had to actually financially pay on one of those jobs. You know, it's lesson learned. Like you yeah. don't just go to be an estimator and even if you go to college to be an estimator, there's real real world estimating and then there's fucking book smart. Yeah. And the book yeah. smart doesn't teach you what the real know world out shit. in the real world to make stuff the work. Unknowns. Like, Bluebeam yeah. and all those takeoff softwares can only get you so far. Yep. yep. There's And yeah. then you have to have the knowledge yeah, behind you, the, the, what are they you missing? You gotta have practical yes, job so, site knowledge. As you started fumbling your way through, it's just interesting to talk to you as you started this adventure for a second. What were some of like the bigger mistakes for like somebody that's maybe out in the industry? We don't have to expose the whole book necessary, but what were like some of the mistakes that you would make getting into the industry being new to it? Well, you gotta, you gotta really dial into your material, right? Materials, one of them. Damage is another one. People don't <laughs> understand breaking stuff on the way in and breaking stuff on the way out. And if you're buying old equipment, you know, time is money. Yep. Yeah. 100%. So you have a three day job and it takes you six days. What does that cost? Right. A lot of fucking Two money. Jobs. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, <laughs> co- it costs money. So yeah. t- time is our, our most valuable asset. Mm-hmm. Right. So of all the things to go into kind of on a specialty side, what made you choose? You guys are pretty heavy into mulching. What made you kind of choose that path? I mean, it's mulching is, to me, is pretty incredible, right? The machines yeah. are awesome. Everything's expensive. Um, <laughs> Fucking A it is. It's awesome. It's yeah. just, it's destruction, right? Yes. Yeah. Who, who, don't, who yes. don't like destruction? Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. like destruction? It's the and, coolest uh, thing in the world. I'm trying to get out of the the fine-tune, the really high-end landscape stuff, because yeah. that is, uh, I consider myself very detail-oriented, but you got to spend a lot of time on that stuff and the mulching is rough and tough and you're the first guys in. Yeah. And nobody cares about. You got to be good at your craft walking into it. I mean, when you start talking land cleaner stuff, I could walk a job and give you a price like that. Yep. And know where I'm at making money. Even if I go back to the house and I scale how many exact acres it is versus what you think you're looking at. Yep. Versus like a detailed print and all this fucking landscape and shit to make the old granny fucking happy. Oh, material shortage right now. Yeah. Material oh, skyrocketing. God, yeah. yeah, you miscalculate yeah. some material, you get and give somebody an estimate. There goes your margin. Yep. Sign that contract. You're like, yeah. oh god, I well, got. And the so worst part is uh, thirty grand short on this one, guys. Homeowners <laughs> yeah, will nitpick the shit out of. Like you've done a really great job. And they'll find some stupid little thing they want to critique. A fucking and it's like, year later, though. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. A year later. Not right then and there. It's a yeah. year later. It's just like, give me a break, guys. Come on. We got to be reasonable here. So, yeah. The residential service industry is... It's tough. It's, it's brutal. It's really hard, no matter it's what you're doing. It's very personable. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can yes. do the 
the same exact job to do to two different customers and have two totally different outcomes. Yeah. Fucking a. Yep. You're a rock star on one of them and you're kind of a bag of shit on the other yep. one. Yeah. Of them, right. And, and you have no control. S- same job, yep. same quality, same everything. Same, yeah. same time, so work ethic, same output. It's really about the people more than Correct. anything. Yeah. Right. You, you know it. Yeah. Right? Well, you I'm, deal with it on a I'm just learning daily. how to vet out the ones is like a first five minute conversation. And I'm like, I've, feel like a little bit of uh, weirdness. I'm like, you know what? How about no? I'll call them back the next day. Be like, you know, we're just not fit. Yeah. You know, and they're, you they're, interview they're blown them. away. Yeah. You know, uh, like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I, I saw like the seven, uh, you know, estimates you had on your kitchen counter, you know, when yes. I was just going through yes. and I'm like, I'm not bidding stuff out. I'm not, or, you know, you're, I'm not being shopped right now. Or yeah. they fired the last guy. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, that's such a big yeah, sign if they yeah, fired the last guy. Yeah. Well, now you say that. Trying to get the answer out of them why they did it. Well, yeah. he's a piece of shit and yep. he just uh, never like, showed well, up. Actually, I know that guy. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's and, a uh, I made guy. a phone call and uh, yeah, I'm not doing your job. Well, you know? touch on that. Like I, I'm in the industry. You're in the industry. There's certain companies I know who does solid work. And I'll ask the homeowner, well, who was doing the work? And they'll write off a name and I'll be like, well, they fucking do phenomenal work. And I recommend them if I'm too busy or yep. I can't do it. Yep. But I'll sit there and I will talk to these homeowners asking them certain questions, like you say, because there's certain homeowners that you really just don't want to work for. So just like an employee or someone that you'd, you would hire, you're looking at the homeowners and what the homeowners aren't really starting to understand now is they're starting to make small businesses reconsider how much they're charging and who they're working for. Cause the way they're starting to act, they're starting to make people put, hang it up on the shelf, go fuck this. I want to, I want to go work for so-and-so that's over here or a big union company. Cause it's too much. They're sitting there nitpicking everything anymore. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It's not easy. It's and not, it's not, it's not, it's not for everybody. I wouldn't change no, the thing. Right? No, I love but, it. There's no risk, no reward, guys. Yep, right? Exactly. You just got to have yeah, those balls that. and flap them out on the table and fucking play ball. <laughs> or a, ha- or a Hitachi. Yeah, right. Or a Hitachi. <laughs> just let that thing shake yeah. on the table. <laughs> Justin will become swinging at the party with the fucking Hitachi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know why Dylan's always got a smile on his face every yeah. time we come out. Yeah. Yeah. He's always, yeah, he's always sure. rattling around in the yeah. trucks. Yeah. 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 His lips are glossering. Uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Now, as you guys, as you guys get into the construction season um what's it like right now starting out it's it's crazy your hectic. heads are spinning right now it's, it's a mess a million right? miles a minute yeah all day long like, what, I mean, what's your day look like dylan shit i wake up at you know five six o'clock get on the computer start firing off emails i try to get to the gym doesn't ever work doesn't work out every day well you gotta um, wake up at four Right. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah. I just need to start waking up earlier. Yeah. But does the Hitachi not count as exercise? I thought that was kind of a <laughs> yeah. from, that's from ten to eleven. Oh, okay. Hey guys, I, I'm, I'm still a little young for that. Let's. You oh, know, okay. Sorry. Little, sorry. Well, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, a little well, over hey, Let's break them in. <laughs> yeah. We are uh, in a basement. Yeah. Right. There is some sort of form formal swing hanging behind you that's that is true we are in yeah. a playroom yeah <laughs> didn't yeah. say what kind of playroom well, <laughs> <laughs> they did bring it when they brought us down there they were gonna sit us in those seats exactly. <laughs> yeah. so what's it look like though after the gym Don't um, you miss it? i rush to the shop we get the guys going in the morning everybody you know i mean it, it, first thing monday morning we brief everybody on the week which which helps um everybody knows what they're doing all week long it's so really 
any other day you get there, we shoot the shit, you know, 20, 30 minutes and it's everybody out the door, yep. you know, and then usually between Justin or I, depending on, you know, what kind of jobs we got going on, what our day looks like, we're both running around talking with people, you know, meeting with people. It's checking on the guys. There, there, there's a lot. I mean, and then that doesn't even, I mean, that's not even half of it. Five, six o'clock, we get off. I go home. I get on the social medias. I got to check all that. I got to make sure everything's good. I run our, you know, our Google account. Um, I, you know, spend a good 14, 16 hours When do a day. you have time for you? <laughs> right now, I don't make a lot of time for myself right. because Justin and I want to build an empire. And yeah. uh, to do that, it takes time. And, and yeah. And a lot of sweat equity. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and thankfully, you know, everybody I have in my life, they're totally okay with it. They, I, and I've always been one. I, I work my ass off wherever I go. My dad, whoever it is, I don't care who it is, but um, I just, I want to work and, and, and do something that, like I said before, I, I, I want to do better than my dad did. Put it that way. I, yeah. I, I want to you know, make a life for myself. Yeah. And Absolutely. Really yeah. So in case the listeners, we, we should probably clarify so, Justin, you are the owner of the company, correct? Yes. And so, Dylan, what's your kind of official title, or do you do you really have one? Um, I've Justin has allowed me to give myself a title. Um, and what do you call this? I I uh, the Hitachi know, Cowboy. Hitachi. Yes, <laughs> Hitachi Cowboy. You guys nailed it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking rodeo. No, 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 he nailed it. <laughs> um, I would really, if I had to give myself a title, it'd be you know director of business development. I, I really am just trying to push our name out there, push it on to anybody who listen. I spend all day on the phone calling people, calling people. I just want people to know who we are, know what we're about, know the work we provide. And uh, that's really it. I mean- Now, how large is your guys' rate? Like, where are you guys working at typically in Michigan? I'm bidding jobs across the state. All right, all right. Yeah. And how many employees do you guys have? We have about seven currently. Okay. Full-time full guys. And you guys are actively looking to grow. This isn't kind of a, we're happy with where we're at. Um, I was a couple of weeks ago, but then we tried to, <laughs> we tried to interview some guys. Yeah. That's, that's tell a, us this went really well. That's like a, we talked about it briefly. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah. You know, finding so, new guys is, is that have any skill whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no. It, tell us about the applications that come in that you are interviewing and what the struggle is like. <laughs> Take it, Dylan. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I should be able to answer this question pretty well. Um, we put out a job posting at on the first of this year. I uh, wanted to, you know, hire a couple like key employees. Um, and what would you consider key employee for your operation today? CDL is a must. Yep. Okay. Right. You have to have a CDL in this business. Yep. Yep. You have to have some experience. You don't yeah. have to know everything yet. Sure. But of course. So you're willing to train. I am. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, the, just, you know, going back to that, um, really, I, we probably got close to 30, 40 applications. Um, and I'd say probably 95% of them were not what we were looking for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Lacking skills in what way were they not what you're looking for? Well, put it this way, probably three of those people you know, had gone through the application process. I had him fill out some paperwork and we, you know, I set up an interview date with me and Justin and they never even showed up. That's the and best. Then, now, how many, did you, how many did you set up? How many interviews? Yeah. Uh, I'd say we did about a dozen. All right. Um, and then, you know, there's always about 50% of them you, you look at and you're like, 
Yeah, this is probably not even, yeah, yeah. never going to work out and anyways. How many, how many hours did you guys figure you lost being productive yourself waiting for an interview? Oh, yeah, I would say we lost 40 hours each. Yeah. Yeah, now, right. the big question here is because I know everyone's assumption initially is they were worthless and didn't show up. But I actually want to flip that. I'm really curious how many of those guys didn't show up because they already got a job before you guys had a chance to interview. Very With well, how crazy the yeah. labor market is right now. It's possible. It's that's something to think about. Cause yeah, it is. Well, and everybody's fighting for people right now. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. Two of them had called me like the next day and were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, well, yeah. you know what? I, I tried. Like, damn okay, it. Yeah. God damn it. This <laughs> happened. My, my <laughs> tire was flat. Yeah. I, you know what? I try to be an optimist. I yeah. tried. I was just hot that night and I just leave it in the bar, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how'd these interviews turn out when they came in? The couple of candidates you, some of them went really well. You know, there's probably three, four, five of them that, you know, Justin and I, you know, they had left and Justin and I looked at each other. We we're like, holy shit, this, you know. Did you have an all-star on your hands, you thought? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had like, a couple. What, what was the resume? Um, They had the experience. Experience yeah. was, you know, I, uh, we had guys telling us they've been doing this for anywhere between five and 10 years. All right. Um, okay. And... So in theory, you should be able to turn them loose and they should be able to do the job and... That's what you would think, yeah. Now, did any of those guys actually show up to the job? Two. <laughs> Justin? Two. How did this turn out? You guys both got shit eating grins on yeah, your face right now. Yeah. Well, you got to get this out here. Um, <laughs> oh. You're not dropping any names, we, so it's we all don't, good. Yeah, we can keep anonymity, but kind of what was the what was the experience well, with the guys that showed up? Everybody always tells you what you want to hear, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. The, and we do it too, right? When yeah. we're selling ourselves, we're obviously oh, going to yeah. tell the customer what they probably want to hear. Yeah. But I, I build my business on honesty. At least I think yeah, I do. Absolutely. Right. I'd, re- I'd rather. Integrity is everything. I'd rather under promise and over deliver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen to that, man. That's what I would do. Yeah. That leaves uh-huh. more work though. <laughs> yes. It really does. Well, that's, that's the game, right? Yeah. Um, but I think everybody, uh, at least a few of the guys were telling us what we wanted to hear. And I, I believed it hook, line and sinker. Yeah. And then we put them in the field and, uh, a couple of them said they had their CDL and then they didn't Oops. when it comes time They're working to, on it or they lost it. You know, yeah. that's the thing that gets me is, you know, I can understand like fibbing a little bit. I yeah. get it. I get it. But I would too. When it's something right? that's real easy to disprove, like. Yeah. You're showing I, up on Monday. Hey, where's your driver's license? <laughs> yeah, the, the second it's, we go to take a copy of their driver's license yeah. for their file. It's like, oh, wait, I forgot. Oh, you oh need man, this. it's yeah. expired. That one, oh, that one always okay. blows yeah. my mind. How do you think you're going to get away with it? But yeah, you know, that's that's life, though. Yeah. And a couple of guys, you put them in machines, and it looks like they know what they're doing from the start. But yeah. as you watch people, and if if machine operators are dangerous, to me, that's like a huge red flag. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and if you're careless, well, safety's uh, key. You know, because. One it, little mishap could be it's your the whole, company. It could well, be a person's say, life. Especially it with the shit they're running. Yeah. yeah, this business is like crazy dangerous. Yes, right. Yep. And we could back somebody right over. You could you could hurt them. somebody yeah. right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, like you're it, you're shredding wood. A, a freaking human body ain't gonna. Yeah. Last. Well, yeah. There, there's a reason the mulchers stay, say stay back 300 feet. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. You, you got a guy mulching. You know close to, I don't know, there was a time where one of the guys was mulching close to 10, 15 feet away from other guys. I feel like, like that's, I feel like that's one of the biggest problems these days is like everybody is so used to social media where they'll sit there and they'll fib. 
right? Yeah. Like you'll, yeah. see, you'll see a lot of people. I did that, or yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You'll see a lot of people that will pop up that will apply to your company or mine or anybody's, and they look like they could walk the walk because the paper says so. And then when you go to throw them out there, you know, with this fucking ten years of experience running equipment, it's like. I think you were like a shovel foreman or something. Yes. You know, like you, you fucking having you checked the oil, which is fine. Yeah. Just don't say you're yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. an operator. Yeah. If you're on, if you're only three swinging three inches, don't tell me you got eight. You, you better show up with the full eight. Otherwise a, we're going to have some issues. Batter. <laughs> yeah. double batter, man. You're allowed one strike. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah. Rick has a little bit of a story about how dangerous fecon heads are. You, you had some fingers in yours. Oh yeah. So, oh. Yeah, I didn't hear this story. So Mm. I had a bearing going out on the one side and I had to get where the shear pulley is. I had to get the belt off so they could replace it. So I was like, fuck that. It looks pretty dangerous, right? Because when you go to change the carbide teeth, you know, you ever try to stop the drum, change out a tooth. You're kind of like, ah, the fucker kind of heavy. So I stick a board or something in there and I noticed that I had some oil leaking out the side. So I pull the cover off. And I reach my hand in there and it's like a three inch lip or whatever for that shear pulley. Okay. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that, mm, no, I'm not going to fuck with this. So I ship it to the dealership. The guy fixes it. He tears it apart. He leaves the fucking thing running full tilt with all the covers off the head. When you first get out the door yeah. where the pumps and stuff are and where the shear pulleys are, he trips, slips, falls. He leans back to brace himself as he was falling, stuck his hand in the shear pulley, and Ellie's walking around nubs. Oh my god! Took them all straight across. Yep. There were pictures. They're floating around. If uh, yeah, if you see them, might be able to hook you up. So I got the machine back. They call me. Well, I was supposed to have it that day, and they call me, and I'm like, "The fuck you mean?" Well, you so lost report. Hand. Yeah. He was a, well, dude, was a grown ass man, Rick, who's out there doing every manly man thing possible. It grossed him right the fuck out. Oh, yeah, He's dude. like, dude, there were fucking fingers in my head. Yeah, I was fucking, dude, I almost started vomiting. So I get it home. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm, I can't wait to get this thing off Bleach the trailer. Is, yeah. I start fucking running through the woods, just shredding shit. She's like, fuck are you doing? I'm like, I'm untainting the machine. <laughs> it just took the dude's hand off, man. Like, I gotta get this blood out of here. Well, He mentioned that so many times over the next week. He's like, fuck, there were, there were fingers in here. Well, and, the, and the same reason why I took it in, because I was like, fuck that, dude. I don't want to lose my hand, but I didn't think you were going to leave this bitch running full blast and get yeah, out the look to make was, sure it's not leaking. But that's, you know, that's kind of, it's so easy to become so... Com- yeah, complacent yeah, on yes. on how dangerous these things are. It's you know those fecon heads. You guys are running the real deal, like the the dedicated mulchers. But even with the skid steer, like that thing takes like five minutes to spool down, and then you realize that drum. What did you say that drum weighs? Like seventeen hundred pounds? No, it's three thousand. Oh, is it really just the drum? So yep. three thousand pounds. You think about the moment. Oh, the drum seventeen. The head's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you could walk up to that thing while it's spinning down, and if anything accidentally got caught in there you're just done you're gone oh we're we're the softest things guys yeah oh god we are the softest things on the job site right and it's so easy to forget that it's yeah I was buying through the woods the one day and hit a fucking dead deer. Oh, and I was like, oh! <laughs> I hit a uh, I hit a snake nest one time. And oh. It was a bunch of gardeners. Yeah, and there's like a thousand of them, and all I seen was body parts just flying. Oh, oh. Indiana oh, Jones like yeah. just snakes everywhere, and <laughs> they were all dun, slithering dun, away. Dun, dun, dun. Have you got to the point yet where you hit like a ground nest and you start seeing them hitting the windows everywhere? 
on ground nest of bees. 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 Oh. Yeah. oh, I was gonna say oh, yeah. yeah, bees. Oh, oh yeah, often bees are running yeah. that. That's oh yeah, they have get your happy pen on standby. Yeah. It's like a tornado, right? For them, yeah. they're freaking out, right? It's yeah. the end of their world. It yeah. kills me, dude. When you see when you talk about the mulching game, and you see, you know, the guy that applied for your company and went and fucked your shit up, for example starts his own business and you see him out there advertising right and he's got this rental machine open cab and he's out there with a fucking <laughs> he's out there with a brush hog going to town and you know i'm just like dude has that fucker ever ricocheted a chunk of wood where it's hit the demo door and i thought i was literally going to fucking die oh yeah and it saves me and i'm like even with that stump grinder you've got that's not got nearly the power it's got not not got nearly the power that fecon had and it scares the shit out of me consistently when a rock flies back kabam and it's three inches in front of your face yeah it's like and these guys try to come in when i was working at the dealership i shit you not it was like once every couple of weeks, some some cowboy came in and he's like yeah i want to rent that fecon head i'm like okay i bet you you got an enclosed cab machine no no take a hike buddy like You've got a death wish. Well, and so. I, I feel like getting in the tree industry, and I'm sure you guys experience it now. Being in the tree industry, there's a lot of fucking wild cowboys in this industry. Tweakers? Yeah. And there's a way to go about it professionally, and there's a way to go about it of just two men in a truck with the tweaking yeah. going on. Yep. And as you've probably experienced, have you had any close calls out on your job clearing some land? like something that you thought was going right, but it just got a little hairy. Oh yeah. I mean, I got nothing's coming to my mind at this moment, but there's probably been a, a dozen times where I was like, well, we probably shouldn't do that again. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. somebody reaching in the shoot of a chipper. Yeah. That's yeah. like a, Ooh, you know, if I see my guys running. Yeah. Yeah. If I Ooh. see my guys reaching in the shoot, that's, that's a no, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these are men stand to down be. safety talk real quick. Let's yeah. just yeah. Yeah. be brief. Yeah. I think ain't going to stop when you go in there. Uh-uh. And I'm not the safest dude, guys. Like I'm not the safest one. So I got to talk to my guys and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm always rushing. <laughs> Don't do yeah. this. I'm, I'm always you. rushing yeah. and I'm going to push, but. Don't do what I do. You're yeah. placed in my yeah. comfort zone. Yes. Yeah. That's where no, being, that's where I come in. You know, yeah. being that you guys are looking for employees, what sets you guys apart then, you know, from other companies such as you know yes, that please are please tell me. Please tell me. Um I wanna sell have, yourself, man. I yeah. wanna have really nice equipment that yeah. we're not wrenching on in the middle of the woods, right? Mm-hmm. So my motto is uh buy the nice stuff, use it every couple of years, buy a new one. Yep. Yeah. And uh because of the amount of money you lose by down equipment out in the middle of the woods and you're not getting to the next job, what's that worth? Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. too many guys don't factor that in. And guys have to be comfortable. They have to want to run these machines. Yep. If you give them a piece of shit, right? They, they treat it like a piece of shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yep. If you care, at least they might care a little yeah, if you bit. you set a mindset, you know, they, you, they you might hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. When you're sitting there for a 10, 12 hour day, yeah. you want the air, you want the heat, you yes. want the radio. The they, Bluetooth. You want the comfort. They want to talk to their wife. They want to talk to their kids, which I do too, right? And we you want to do. send them home to their wife and kids at the end of exactly. the day too. I want to take care of these guys, right? Because they take care of me. Yeah. It's, it's Justin a, also failed to mention that he's a pretty cool fucking boss. He, uh, all well, our guys. Please elaborate. Yeah. I mean, every he guy would have changed his name. Well, how many <laughs> weeks were you there before you got your, now do you rent out the Itachis? Do they, the guys have to check them out or did he get <laughs> he his brand new one? That's, that's just, that just goes with the job. He found okay. that during the marketplace right. and so kept to himself. Pretty cool boss. <laughs> still in fucking buying batteries like no other. Yeah. So you still had the plastic wrap on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. He took a brand small. new one. <laughs> <laughs> Your addition. No, but he, 
you know, I, I always thought, you know, working for my dad, coolest boss ever. Right. I, I could be like, Hey dad, you know, I'm, you know, I need some time today. I got, I got some shit I got to do, whatever. I, and I would have, I know Justin would have no issue with it either. And all our guys know that too. If they need the time, they're given the time, that kind of thing. You know, um, I mean, shit, I'm trying to think of a, we touched you know, on this a little bit ago about valuing an employee. Yeah. yeah. It goes so far. Now, I'm, I'm super soft. I why, love why, I, why do you value? <laughs> it's fun to hear other people's opinion. Why do you value your employees so much that treating them like shit? Like so many other, I love my guys done. Right. I love my guys. I love their family. I love their kids. We have them over every so often yeah. and uh, they're my friends. Right. Yeah. So, which is, can be a little funny every now and yeah, then, sure. as you guys know, yep. Yep. it's hard mixing friendship with business sometimes. Look at us. You know, it's really hard to tell Rick the fuck off sometimes, but <laughs> you, you know, know, we push through. <laughs> because if you, if you're always everybody's friend, it's hard to get shit done sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you got to be the boss and yeah. say, this, yep. this has a timeline. We're here to fucking get yeah. the job done, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You got that expectation. But I don't know. I'm I'm soft. I really so, am. <laughs> so for for people in the industry, as as a boss who takes care of your people and enjoys people for who they are, kind of talk about walking that line. What how do you walk that line to where you have that relationship, you have the friendship, but they still know you're the boss and when you say we're gonna do this, they know to respond to that. Um, I think my body language sometimes yeah. says some of that, right? Yep. If I'm on the job and I'm the first guy to be in the excavator and when it's time to get it done, yeah, right. I, I never really yell, but I start, uh, you start moving and I start, like, oh, delegating. You start twitching. The vein starts um, popping. It's about being efficient, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I might start delegating a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know who's good at what Yeah. you go over here. I'm going over here. You're feeding the chipper. So, um, Put it this way. If Justin starts working circles around everybody else. You better pick up the pace. Yeah. Yeah. And you better go fast. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to hear about it. So we've talked about Dylan's day, but we haven't heard from the boss man himself. What's your day look like? Because you're you're actively working in the field. You're not just driving around in your truck. No, I'm not just a pretty face. Yeah. Right? Um, that's just a bonus. That's just a bonus. <laughs> I mean, that, that sells business. You know yeah. Pretty face. Sells does, job. It Absolutely. helps sell. Though. Absolutely. It does help sell. Um, so I do... A portion of my sales, right? I am driving around doing a lot of the sales. I'm, um, I fill any spot that's needed. But when it's time to really get this job done and check the schedule out, then I go make sure that job's handled. Gotcha. Go to the next one, kind of delegate the guys which guys are going to what job, and if something's falling short, right, you show up and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So that's that's part of it. You do it every day, don't you? All day long, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do you to. foresee that happening? You know. When you guys start expanding. So like that's, you guys have a, a plan, where, you know, like, are you guys looking to hire more of you and, you know, to run different districts? Are you guys trying to do that? My opinion is that you got to have, you got to have some key players, yeah. right? And that's kind of where I'm bringing in. Um, I've got a guy named Will and I've got Dylan. So those are like good leaders, right? right yep. So I want to kind of build him up to where yep. he can lead a certain amount of people. Yep. And then uh, maybe kind of break off and I go do this portion of the business. He handles this portion and maybe allow us to grow in those aspects. Yeah. But that takes time. It right? does. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but. I wish it was that easy. Yeah, I know, but, right? Uh, <laughs> see you later, all, Dylan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it were but, that easy, everybody would do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It so talk talk a bit about, you guys are now seven employees. Um, talk a bit about, obviously, as the boss man, 
when everybody else clocks out at the end of the day, your day continues. Yeah. So my what wife does that and, look like? My wife and I do a lot of the estimates at night. Obviously, I have three kids, so I spend X amount of time with my kids yep. once I put them to bed. Cindy and I are up until we get some estimates kicked out. He's kind of taken over some of that to help alleviate that. But yeah. it's spring. It's our busy season. You're it's talking uh, hours It's on a paper sign. I'm doing paperwork <laughs> until I'm, till probably 11 o'clock at yeah. night. Yeah. And it depends if we're using that Hitachi that night or not. Right. 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 You might have to cut it short. It might depend on the night. Like, right. You know, this got to get really exciting. It depends on my wife's body language. Yeah. So, That's right. Can we so she's the real boss is what you're saying. So... But now what's it like for you, Dylan, getting into some of the estimate side and trying to transition into this role? Um, I like the numbers game. I like doing a lot of the estimating. I like, you know, putting together big bid packages. Um, Justin's taking a picture here. <laughs> yeah, we got a selfie <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, you know, it used to not excite me when I worked for that big, you know, GC firm. Um, because that's all I did every day. Yeah. I spent hours upon hours on OST. Yep. It just, it gets old, but when I can, you know, go spend a couple hours on the field, go spend a couple hours with it, with a couple clients or, or whoever it may be. And then, and then at the end of the day, you know, wrap up and get on the computer, do some bidding, yeah. some estimating. That's, uh, I mean, as long as I can balance it correctly. something to be said about like selling your own jobs and then you get it and you, it's, you finish it's awesome. it all the way the through. It's, it's so just fun. Like, and I, I just sold two bathrooms the other day and I bust my ass on, you know, just estimating and just putting the time in. I went above and beyond probably more than I should have because yeah. I may have not have got the job. That's yeah. what makes you who I got you are it. though. And I just, I almost like cried, you know, and I was talking to a certain somebody. I was just like, this just happened. I'm like, she's like, that was awesome. You know, it was great. You put in so much it's emotion. It's the best, best feeling ever. You yeah. put in so much emotion and then you got to do the work so. and you're like, shit, now I got to do the work. <laughs> yeah. You know, you put in so much emotion though about though, Tat, that your heart's into it, your sweat equity's into it. Like this means everything for guys like us that are in the industry, in the business, not just accomplishing the job, yeah, but the handshake, the check, the like a completion of a job to a satisfied yep. customer. And there's nothing better, even though word of mouth travels slow, like good Good word about travels slow. Bad yeah. word travels like fucking fire. Yeah. So when you get in a referral and they're like, hey, you were referred to this job by so-and-so, there's nothing better than walking into it. Already a leg in getting this referral going, Yeah, I'm here to do the job because you're just as good as the last job that you did. Yep. For so sure. It matters good. if you care because if yeah. you care, you're just going to continue to get yep. work. Now, how much iron you got these days? What what kind of pieces are you guys looking at? What do we got? We got a, a new Volvo 160 that just hit the ground. We got that Fecon 200. Did we, that 160 get blacked out? Uh, Partially. Partially. partially you went right. gray with it? All yeah, right. we did. I, I, yeah. I was getting a little nervous about the money, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it well, turns now, heads, now man. Now that it's done, it, do you yeah. like the gray? I do. It's okay. it, it's not as cool as it could have been. Okay. But All right. It's All cool right. enough. That's next right? year's upgrade. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do we got? Two skids. So a Takahuchi TL12, a Cat 299, and then a 306 mini excavator with a roto tilt. With a roto tilt. Oh, right. That's oof. Um, a little ditch witch, which I I really like that little ditch witch. If you don't have one, look at them. Because the little mini nice. skids, nice. yeah, yeah, those are, things are handy. They are. We don't use it enough yet, but no, I still rent them here and there. Yeah, just because you go pick them up, but dude, they're 
freaking phenomenal if you got like a little dump trailer or something to throw your shit into. Yeah. Like yep. all the tree guys, they all use it with that little grab, grapple manager. Yeah. Yeah. See the chipper and everything? Yeah. yeah. Well, well the, you could see when they grab something big, there's like five guys riding on the back of it. Typically, they get like the truck driver on it to hold the fucking... Yeah, the yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The truck driver's fat. What the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. Low blow. Not all of them, yeah. but a lot of them. Some of them. Yep. 95%. And, and then got you got the, the Fecon, the, the Big Mama. The 200. Yeah, the 200. Yeah. Yep. That thing is Is that is the sexy. one I saw when I stopped by your guys' job site when you guys were clearing that? Yeah, yeah the that big thing bitch. Was rad. That thing is... I'm not in the heavy... I like it, but I don't we're know. Breaking. We popped this chair. The lingo. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm obsessed. That's, yeah. It's sweet. <laughs> it's a scary machine. I go down I mean, rabbit holes on Instagram every night. I'm like, oh my God, that's so fucking sweet. <laughs> so yeah. you say it's scary. What makes it scary? The price tag. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's one of those prices run these days? It's th- 300 grand. Ooh, that's jumping the chain. Yeah. I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's not uh, yeah. If you're that's not making you money. Keep it eating. It's yeah. not five yeah. pastels and a couple chop sauces. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> if you're not making money, you're losing money. Yeah. yeah. So I want to touch on that right there. Both you, Both opinions. If it ain't working, it ain't making money. What are what are what's constantly in your mind every day on the job, and then as you go home and you're looking at these bids, like what what's going through your mind to keep this whole business eating money? That maybe somebody that's not in the business mindset yet, that's still an employee. Like, what's it like to understand to keep this business, this beast, eating? I want to hear Dylan's first before I. <laughs> oh, well, see, I found out Dylan is still on pre-trial interview. Yeah, here. probationary. Yeah. He hasn't made it. He hasn't I, made um, it I barely so passed ninety days. Of operations. You haven't, you haven't taken it. the little condom yeah. off your Hitachi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan's in. Dylan's awesome, guys. Yeah. What's it take? I love him. He sounds. Yeah, I mean, fanatic. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I really am. Um, With Justin or the business. It's the hot dog. It's the yeah. pretty face to <laughs> look at. <laughs> um, what's it take? I mean, shit. Just, I mean, yesterday, I think I sent out, you know, three bids um, just for the 200. Like, I'm constantly thinking, how can I keep that thing busy? How can I keep yeah. that thing busy? Because I know we can keep the 160 busy. I know we can keep the skids busy. There's always work for those. It's the 200. I drive by, you know, Put it this way. I'm, I'm on 59 or, or 96 or wherever I am. I'm driving by. I, I, I see a site and, uh, there, you know, there's a real estate sign out front of it or, or, you know, a development that's already cleared. I call that developer. I get on the phone. I pull up on the side of the road. I can make this place look beautiful. For yeah. It's awesome, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does this. No, but no. Big deal. Yeah. they don't do that. I will we annoy do. the shit out of anybody in the world until they pick up the phone and give yep. me a chance. I yeah. don't care. Like, that you have nothing to lose. What no. are they going to tell you, dude? No. You're annoying as What's shit. What's the worst yep. thing they say? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. And usually, most of the times, I call people and they're like, "Yeah, actually, I do have a clearing job, or I do have, you know, it this may not job. be that property, maybe yeah. somewhere else." Yeah, where, exactly. Yeah. But like a lot of the times, I mean, it, it seems to pan out more than it doesn't. And you know, the first times I I get it, I well, and Justin can definitely test for this, but uh, I, and I'll never forget this that. I, the first big job I thought I landed for him, I was, I'd probably had been there, what, like two weeks? You remember that job? Which uh, one? The big, like 90 acres up at North Territorial and Whitmore Lake Road. Yeah, yeah. I, oh my gosh. So I had called this big development company and, and uh, I'd kind of known the guy mutually and said, you know what, give us a chance, let us clear this and, and whatever. And, you know, me and Justin went out there and walked it probably three times because we were so excited about it. It was huge. And, uh, 
we threw a number at it and the guy basically was like, dude, no. And I remember having to call Justin because, you know, we I had met we were, with the developer on we were site. Double. Oof. We were double what he, yeah. he thought we should have been. But, but at the same that, time, you're smart enough to not drop down. Just to get it, it, yeah. it, it wasn't that was probably it, what but, he was probably looking for. Like, oh, well, at, I want it. You at know? the time, I, it was like life or death for me. I was like, I want this fucking job. I don't care what it takes. And, and Justin was like, dude, we can't do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, please. I, was, I remember just calling. I'm like, please, please. I'm begging you. We got to get this. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you, there's going to be a hundred more of these. Yep. And I remember getting in my truck after leaving that. And I'm just, I was just like, yeah, you were I don't think, you put your heart and soul into it, yeah. but then also you learn a good lesson by him. And now pushing you down. I'm to so like, fucking happy. We didn't get that yeah, job. Exactly. We got 20 job. others. Yeah. Yeah. So much well, better. And, and yeah. you start learning in the industry of business period, good business and bad business. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Financially. Yeah, yeah for and, sure. And that was also a valuable lesson that, so, so there's two key points in sales. Um, that, that my dad's in sales and he gave me valuable advice and I've always held to it. The first is, uh, every no you get, you can't look at it as a no. It's just one step closer to the next. Yes. And so you just got to like keep that. churning through yeah. those no's yeah. Yeah. because eventually it you're sounds a lot better coming yes. out of his dad's voice though. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Todd. Right. We're just going to mute Todd for the rest now. of the night. He is a man for words, man. It's like, oh my gosh. But the second thing in sales is, um, sales is like walking through a field and turning over rocks. There's not going to be critters under every rock, yeah. but you just keep flipping over rocks and eventually something's going to scurry out and you go after it. And sometimes it's not worth anything. <laughs> so you keep flipping rocks. Yeah. And so if you kind of go into sales with that mentality, it stops, it, it stops being this big depressing thing. Every time you get in front yeah. of someone, they don't answer. Instead, it's just like, fuck it. I'll just go flip another rock over yep. and see what happens. Well, it takes yeah. that can do attitude. Like the word no just needs to feel the fire to motivation like yeah. exactly you need to know when to get off the phone and cut the conversation yep. be like yep. dead end conversation there's no money here yep. off to the next one yep so what's it like justin yeah feeding your turn your turn feeding the beast you got to know all the numbers for one yeah right? you got to know what your overhead really is overhead is a scary topic right you oh god touch yeah. on some overhead not so much maybe yours financially but touch on <laughs> some, some overhead general items people don't understand what overhead is Overhead is your operating cost, right? So obviously you got the normal ones, labor, fuel, materials, but the, the hidden cost is the building that you store the equipment, the taxes, insurance, the insurance, yeah. um, the keeping the lights on. Yeah, payments are you know that is overhead, but all your dead money that's not making you money, but it takes to maintain your money. All yeah. the all the value that you lose in the equipment, right? If yeah. that equipment sits for two years, it ain't worth what it is today yeah right it's yeah. worth less well so, these times maybe but these times yeah, that's that's weird true. Right now, yeah. you can sell everything for a profit now yeah. <laughs> I, I ran a skid steer all all year last year we put 700 hours on it i paid 78 grand for it i sold it for 84 wow yeah. it was I've never, i like the dozer story better outrageous what was the, you dozer, like the story? dozer i paid 135 grand for a dozer we ran it for a year rented it out sold it for 135 Wow, that never happens. No, guys. yeah, that this is, is usually, the beauty of the market we're in right now. It's yeah. it's freaky circumstances, but it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's getting to the point right now, though. If you don't have the equipment, you're not making the yeah, money. You're not yeah, doing it. They, you can yeah. order it all you you're want. A year, well, that, year and, and you half can't out. find it. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. And you're gonna wait, market, and then the season's high. over with, yep. and then you're back. Yeah. I've been I pre-ordered everything like seven months ago because yep. <laughs> I was gonna sell everything. I'm like, oh, I'll just we're getting new stuff. I'm gonna sell it over the winter. Yeah. And by the time we sold it, all the new stuff started showing up. So, yep. 
we kind of thought ahead of the game. Yeah. So we sold the used stuff almost for the same price as the new stuff. Man. Wow. That that never happens. No. That that probably won't happen again. That's a, yeah, you better keep that section in your books and frame it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we got new stuff. That's all blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. The demand is so high right now for this equipment, right? Which is, uh, it's kind of a crazy time, really. So let's talk about the decision to black out the equipment. Because we've we've talked to Taylor White, as you guys know, we've had Taylor on here. Mm-hmm. Really, so, that guy, that guy's an inspiration. Dude, he's a Taylor, badass. He's, dude, that he's guy's a badass awesome. motherfucker. He's a solid man. guy. Which Dylan, Dylan talks did, to him Dylan, quite often. Did Dylan tell you we're trying to get him down here? Yeah, we're, we, we're gonna do this big. We're gonna just gangbang a big old big old lot clear. You guys gonna have some hitachis on the table say, for him? Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Justin knows we'll all about it. We'll black it out for him. Yeah, white right across it. Might as well just have Taylor lay on the table and be the entree. Oh, God. He, he ain't coming now, guys. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. So what's it look like trying to feed this beast of a business? Like, what's in your mind every day working, going home, on the job, bidding jobs? Like, what are people missing that you're constantly thinking about running, um, running a successful business? It's balance. It might. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys have kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it's, yeah. it's balance. Right. You got to know when your wife's giving you that look. Yeah. Get the hell off the phone. Yeah. Put the phone down because I don't know about you guys, but I'm on the phone too much. Yep. I think we all are. And we don't even notice it. Yeah. All of a sudden you just look up and your daughter's looking at you like, you know, kids, kids change everything. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, if you don't, dude, my kids are halfway gone already. My oldest is eight and I was looking at her the other day. I I only got another seven years with her. Oh, you got to stop saying that. My oldest is seven and I'm just like, they're halfway guys. Yeah. She's almost like, halfway driving. Dude, I remember like yesterday, he's on my forearm. Like his entire yeah. body fits on my forearm. And I'm looking at him the other day. I'm like, fuck, when did that happen? Yeah. Like you're huge. Balance. Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's about balance, it's yeah. you know, because we can all make more money. Yep. We can work more. We've all done it. I've worked seven days a week for yeah. half my life. That's why you I mean did, you're chose never not to go run. back to my old career. You mean you're never going to run out of money? You will never run out of money if you, you put mean the, the world work, doesn't stop. The world never, there's, there's ungodly amount of money depending on where you're getting the work yeah money now, the money's there now when you yeah. first start out you don't know this you run frantically yeah scary. you take everything on you fucking eat sleep dream business you're, you're yeah. chasing wads of money i'm still scared guys I, I still have moments of like man am i making the well, right decision i yeah. think when you stop being scared is when things go yes. bad yeah. yeah you get complacent yep yeah yep. exactly well, still, it matters everything's on the line yep. your business your livelihood the financial overhead your children's or you know yeah you're yeah. putting food on the table for your employees your children yeah your yeah. buddies i mean that's a great equation because you're not just feeding yourself as the business owner they're not just feeding your employees. You're taking care of families. Yep. Right. They're their wives. They're, they're counting kids. on you. They're relying yeah. on you. They're counting yeah. on you to yep. make the right decision. Correct. Yeah. If you go out and buy a bunch of badass new trucks, that's not helping them. No. Right. 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 Which we buy some nice shit, but um, <laughs> that does, there's a fine line, right? Well, as long as Dylan's making the right decision to well, drive true. that nice truck, it, right, it, Dylan? It's on Dylan now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. No pressure, bro. <laughs> so Dylan, how old are you? <laughs> 24. All right, man. He's, he's a young buck. Yeah. Yep. That's did, odd. No, here's it is a, odd, here's a question guys? for both of you guys. Did you guys go to college? I Yes, I uh, got a degree in construction management. And that was two-year, four-year? Four-year. Four-year? Bachelor's year? degree, yep. What I did about, not. You did not. No. I also have a bachelor's in business as well. I did it on accident, actually. <laughs> I didn't well, even realize it. Well, did I, I mean, get you here? 
No, that I didn't learn shit from that. <laughs> not a, not a damn you thing. You remember college? Yeah, I mean, so the girls were nice. Using <laughs> the same program Dude, as I. The cake stands. Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. yeah. The bar is set very low. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, there ain't much. Put it this way. The girls I, the I was a really great Both. student. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, never ever lived down there. I tried to live in Ann Arbor with a buddy who was going to Michigan. You know, we we got this shitty old basement apartment, nine hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Right. Right out of high school, I was. We were so pumped about it. I lived there for three months, got a job at a mechanical company up in Fenton. And I told my buddy, I was like, dude, I hate this town. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I can't stand it. I lived it. in there for one year. I can't. Yeah. I, it, it, it took horrible. me different world. Three months. Yeah. We signed a lease. First time August. at my parents' house. Though, so it was like awesome for about. Yeah. yeah the, How long so were you in Ann Arbor for? One year. Then so I why, to, why then did I was you for seven. <laughs> well, I'm going to try and be as nice as possible about this, but fuck that more or less the, the, the people down there, um, you know, just that city in general, I don't know what the fuck goes on down there with, you know, between politics and and what go, you know, what goes through people's heads down there, but they're, uh, (laughs) careful. Yeah. You you have to be now. You have to be. I I could sit here and be like, Oh, they're crazy, but that's, you know, not yeah. the right thing to say. I just, They're just different. Yeah, we we they just are. we just don't think alike. Yeah. I I can't they walk be, a different walk. Yeah, I can't I can't be in a, in a place like that. He's trying to say liberal. I think is what yeah. he's trying. Yeah. I think yeah. that's yeah. what he's yeah. trying yeah. to What's say. What's the nice word for it? Liberal. Yeah. I, I was yeah. driving around a Democrat or uh, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> <Or> Brian. <laughs> driving a driving I a pickup truck. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is. There's a bunch of Biden flags, and they don't like you ripping around with your Confederate flag. Is what you're saying? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now I guess no. we'll have to ask him who he voted for. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never voted. Actually, my parents did make me vote this last election, but that was it. Oh, okay. Honestly, to be All honest right. with you, I'm, I'm not interested in any of it. It just yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't affect us anyway. It's just noise. It, it is. It's it's just turned into a way to we're just beat little ants in their yeah. ant farm. So yeah. I, to me, it's like well said. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Now, being 24 years old in this industry, how old are you? I'm 36. 36. Right. We're all about the same And age. what's your stance on gay rights? Hitachi. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Careful. Yeah. Now, Careful. To set, to set the bar in the industry anymore, getting into the trades, you don't see guys your age coming in with a work ethic or they can't put the phone down or even have motivation to be in this industry. Yeah, it's Dylan's probably an exception. Yeah, really, guys. I mean, I think our generation was probably the last the last hustlers. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but oh, I, yeah. every single <laughs> one of my friends. Yeah. yeah, every single they one of my friends crazy, is don't they? completely opposite. Yeah, like I work on a Saturday or Sunday. They're like, "What are you doing, dude?" Dylan came in on it's a couple like, Sundays, and I'm like, "Dude, what? go go home." Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. always telling me stop working. Like, dude, stop working. it's fucking Sunday. Go oh, hang yeah. out with your girlfriend. Do something. Yeah. With, so you got a girlfriend. 20. Oh yeah. And yep. and it's, how does she like the balance? So, <laughs> that, and that, that, that's, that's a touchy truth, subject. Though. Oh yeah. It's, so not so much. <laughs> I mean, no. You know, I. She, she works. She a lot, does though, really right? well. She she also works a lot. Um, she is like probably two months away from being a uh, a radiographer, a radiography tech. Okay. Um, she's radiologist. Got, no, radiologist is like the doctor. Okay. She's going to be the one taking the X-rays. So you know, she's got a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. She works her ass off, and you know, every now and then, it like I said, I she put put it this way: she doesn't see me during the week. We hang out on the weekends. And, yeah. You know, when I get this house done, 
it'll be a little bit different because she plans on moving in with me and so they can gonna, play house yeah, right, yeah, and then right, you get the right. Hitachi out of the yeah, truck and exactly. you both get to enjoy yep, it yep, yeah yep. Gotta but clear no, some she, land for a wedding, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she's she's cool with it because she works her ass off too. When she she's not doing clinicals, she's working at the hospital yeah. on the weekends. So when she's working, I'm working. It's yeah. just easy for us. But so yeah. this is where I will. I always try to go to bat for some of of really your generation and some of the newer generations, even from yours. Um, I do feel like a big reason there isn't a lot of work ethic out there is because they didn't have the example that we did with our parents. Our parents were freaking they diehards. Were, they yeah. were. Oh, and, yeah. and there were a lot more of them in the trades. Yeah. And so we were exposed to it. And this Working next generation, overtime, because everyone just, went off to school and everyone did the the cushy office job thing, they never had that example. And so that's well, actually been one of the more interesting things about the Diesel and Iron Channel is I've got guys reaching out all over there. Like, look, in fact, I had one awesome, awesome message. A kid in Chicago, 17 years old. He's like, I walked up to three different superintendents asking if I could get a job for the summer and I'm having a hard time finding a job. Please, someone hire me. I'm trying to get into the trades. Everyone says they want people. They're out there. Yeah, they are. I just feel like... Uh, I don't understand why people get like push people away. You know, it, it, it is a agreed. scary business, but it's like... Because nobody Sad. wants to train no more. Yeah, is that, that is a key. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Wanna, they don't they don't it is exhausting it's, to train. Especially I'm when you I'm train and then you yeah. don't get anything out of yeah. it. You know, it's well, you, tough. Get, you get to a certain point, though. You train them for so long. I had it happen. I'm sure you had it happen. We've all been there. We've all seen it. You start training somebody. You invest your time. You get them around. You teach them. A couple of years go by, and you're paying them the max that you could pay them until they make the next step to count on themselves, to take accountability, to run a crew, to make better decisions, yeah. to financially make you more money in the business where you will reward them, whether you bonus or you pay them. So you start finding this itch of, man, I'm, I'm training these guys, but then they leave. Yeah. They don't stick around and loyalty these days. Isn't so much out there as it used to be like in our generation growing yep. up. Right. But they leave for a dollar more. Yep. Yep. It's well, not at the, at the end of the day, they, everybody's got to do what's best for them though yeah. too. Right. So there's, that's the hard comes hard back to line. balance again. Yes. Right. Yeah. But they, but no. they also need to open up their vocals though and, yeah. and approach you and not sit there and ask us to raise every day. Yeah. But <laughs> people approach ever, you and say, Hey, you know, I, I could get a dollar more an hour. I'm working hard. How am I doing? Like vocally ask and say, Hey, let me help you critique a couple of things. If I could train you, a little more, you put a little more effort into maybe taking care of some stuff. I'll reward you financially in a way, but people just get too pissed and they walk off the job yeah. or destroy do, something. Do it's, they have uh do they talk to you about asking for a raise? Do you have employees ever come to you and say, Hey, I, I want so a raise? Almost everybody that I've ever actually employed, I've always financially just gave it paid to them. It. Yeah. I never had to have them ask That's, because I always looked at the work ethic. And then obviously if they did really well on a job, I'd give a little extra money here and there. Mm -hmm. But our problem is being smaller businesses right now with the unions that are hurting. It's hard to compete. Like the one employee we had, he was, he was a phenomenal employee. He ended up leaving cause he went to a union company. Well, you and I aren't going to compete with a union year round work, retirement benefits, benefits and at the pay rate that they're paying right now. What do you think? the pay rate for this business is like for an Honestly, employee. I think, I, I think an employee right now for an operator needs to be anywhere from 30 to 35 and a labor needs to be anywhere 
starting out right now from twenty five to thirty two dollars an hour because of with experience issue. with experience with with experience right. But the other thing you got to remember right now, McDonald's is paying twenty dollars an hour to Are flip really? burgers. Yeah. So five more dollars an hour. Think about it. Your employee could go. Do you want fries with that? Yeah. So for yeah. and they're out of the weather. I want to say Aldi up there at that distribution center up the 25. road did their twenty five an hour with, with a five thousand or, or four thousand yeah, dollars sign, sign on bonus. bonus. So that's that's, crazy. that's the problem it's with insane. the trades is that's yeah. what we're competing with. I think I think twenty dollars an hour is like a starting point. Twenty five, you should know some shit. Yeah, thirty, you're a badass. Thirty five, you're the man. Yeah. Self sufficient, mm-hmm. but you're what, the man. What you're going to start seeing though with our industry and we're the, we're the slow beast to ever evolve, right? Like the dinosaur. Our rates and our pay are going to have to go up probably 25 to 30% period across the board for the trucking, the equipment, our employees. Well, the cost because, of living is going up now too, which correct. is like, you know. But you're going to have to start setting a bar where you're looking for a guy that you could pay. Obviously, we, we all are, but you're looking for a guy that you could value at 30 bucks an hour come through because you're going to be higher than the next company, but you're performing. And that's the difference because- Three years ago, I started noticing in the trades, a third of my business is cleaning up other contractors' fucking mess, and I hate it. Yeah, I, I don't like. And I could come in, I could come in even higher than somebody else, and I'll get the job anymore because of the work performed. But a third of our business, dude, we've multiple times walked into jobs, and the builders would be square in the middle of it. Homeowners be bullshitting like, "Oh, we went at this with a chainsaw." Where I'm like, "No, not not everybody lays the." trees down like a mess like this perfectly and here we are getting drug out to clean this mess and we'll be higher than the next guy but a third of it's cleaning so you got to have those employees that you're not hiring that that you were just cleaning up their fucking mess right yeah so there has to be there has to be a change as a whole not just us here in the room but as across the United States, there needs to be a change. Yeah, we all got to do better. We all have to do better, but we have to raise the bar with our rates so we could pay qualified people the rates that they could live they deserve, yeah. well, with today's cost of living. And I was about to say, there that's where you get into, there's multiple things happening right now. So obviously we've got crazy inflation. You know, we've got fuel prices going up, which translates to me driving my personal vehicle to the job. Mm-hmm. I need to be compensated for that. But but independent of all that, take those factors out of it. And you've got just the labor market, supply and demand. And as operators, you know, you guys just talked about it. You had how many applications? And of, all, of those applications, did you, in fact, we never got to that. Did you guys hire a single employee out of all those applications? No. So nope. there's your labor problem right there is... It doesn't matter how many applications you get, the number of quality, qualified operators is not where it used to be. And so anytime you have supply drop, that means your prices start to go up. And so I think it's it's not, again, it's not us here collectively in the room going, well, I guess we should pay a little bit more. What's going to happen is systematically across the board over the next five to 10 years, I'm totally with Rick. I think you're going to see labor rates in the trades across the board go up. 20, 25%. I don't know what the number is, well, but think about it though. We spend 300,000 on your machine, $300,000 for an employee to pay them $20 an hour to start learning to run this thing. It's not even a relevant for what the machine is, right? I mean, we do it across America, like a 375, you know, people are spending millions of dollars and we're paying a guy $35 an hour. Yeah, to dig to say, yeah. 
with a fucking million dollar machine. Yeah. This dude should be billing mm, more like $75 an hour, kind of like a crane operator running this excavator. You look at the price points of what we will spend in business, but yet what we want to pay our employees. Like, and this is skilled labor. Yes. Like we can't forget that aspect. Skilled. This yeah. isn't skilled. no somebody one, knows shit. There's a cost. I mean, it. you guys have both talked about it. You can't just take anyone and throw them in that two hundred. Everybody and their brothers an operator, though. At least yeah. they think they are. They claim right. to be right. with they the experience. They, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I will say you've got to compensate at the level that they put out. Correct. And so that's, you know, honest and honest conversation with yeah. the employee. Look, dude, you ain't worth that money. I'm sorry, but no. you can't get in that 200 without fucking something up. And he's, You're t- not he's worth 35 an hour. So that's an array point though. Like the guy coming in, I'm not going to pay this dude right at the top pay. Like, Absolutely. Let's do a two week trial. Let's right. see where you're at. We'll right. adjust your pay from there. Yeah. But that guy, for example, to go back, cause we're in this conversation, you're talking about, you put this down on the paperwork. I'm sorry when somebody is blowing you out on a resume, I'm looking at the dude going, he's worth probably 30 bucks an hour. The dude should be able to go out fucking perform. But it's kind of hard to be like, I'll give you 30 bucks an hour, even though today's age, you almost have to give a good wage for an all-star on paperwork. But then you watch them just fucking fail. It's the whole package, though. Yeah. They got to yeah. have their driver's license. They got to show up. It's a right. whole yeah. package, right? right? They got to put in more effort. Yep. yep. Nobody's showing up on Sunday. No. It all- nobody's, nobody's showing up early on time all the, every day. Yep. It's the whole package. And that's it's- what fucking drives me nuts anymore. <laughs> and I'm sure you could test when some of the big job sites that you used to run out on the day, everybody used to fucking get there a half hour early to start oh, a job. I'd- yeah. What work when start till seven. I had I would be there at five forty five to open up the doors because you know everybody wanted to get there. You know the form and the, they just wanted to put a plan together. I'm like, dude, I'm not getting paid for this. I was salary, so I'm like, fuck, you know. But I was there just to get the job going, and you know we'd have our little powwows, drink our coffee, and it, it turned into a thing. But yeah, showing up early, it it kind of started dying off in the last like four years probably. Well, I think COVID changed yeah. everything too, right? Yeah. And then yeah, that I, changed yeah, everything. I that was the number one reason why I didn't way. go back. I was like, in I a good way? For most, <laughs> for most things as a business owner, in my opinion, that's just me speaking. I think it's better. I think everybody I slowed got, down as a person, I think which it, I needed to, you know, got more I became relaxed. a family yes. person and I started my own company. Well, and it's what like, specifically yeah. got more relaxed time. Yeah, right. Yeah, people. Or you value. You start to. You learned to value your time. You know, like you, you weren't able to see what you're missing. Well, you know, before COVID, because you're just you're just busy, just going with the show. And then the rat race, the rat race is a little bit slower. Then you slow down, and then all of a sudden, people start realizing, like, why am I doing this? Like, is it worth it? You know, what can I do different? You know, and hence why I didn't go back to work because I was I was missing so much. But I was like, all right, it was an opportunity for me to sit down, put stuff on paper, think about how I could do this myself. I was doing it for. 20 years on the side and then i took one one of my buddy's wife's being like what? i was doing their bathroom you know during covid and all of a sudden she's like why don't you do this full time i'm like you're crazy and all of a sudden next thing you know here i am you know it's just <laughs> it was the best thing was it I, worth it it was fucking so worth it man was it yeah so scary and shit but it's ter- do you, you have kids too right yes yeah. you were you were terrified oh yeah oh yeah you were oh, fucking yeah. shit you know, i was giving That's away my decision. i was giving away my yeah. full-time you know i had my paycheck every friday that i knew i was always going to get you know year round i was giving away my health insurance my you know it's scary it, it, it's very scary and so it's it's uh it's still scary but it, it, at the same time i i smile when i wake up in the morning i smile when i'm done with work i'm not dealing with 300 assholes yelling at me because you know it's it at the end of the day, it's my problem if something's not on time yet. 
it was everybody else's problem, yeah. you know, that caused it. But I'm the one who got, got shit on every day. So it was like, now if something goes wrong, it's you're, on me. You're still going to get shit on. Oh yeah. It's, it's on me. And I get shit on every day, yeah. but at the same time I, I laugh at it. I fix it. You know, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. So is a, were you, were you saying, were you disagreeing with COVID making things better from like an overall standpoint or from a business owner standpoint? No, I don't want to get into the politics and yeah, all that bullshit, but I'm not, it's not that I think it, I think it helped a lot of situations mm-hmm. and then it also hurt other situations. Yeah. It's give and take, right? Correct. How, how yeah. has it helped you with a business? With oh, COVID. COVID, COVID help with business. How did that help? For I me, think, I think people are more understanding. Right, people yeah. are understanding that your schedule doesn't line up because you couldn't you know? get there tomorrow because the job ran over. Well, the material, the, the material yeah. shortage. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, gosh, I yeah. can't do nothing about it. Guess what? Material went up. The cost of it went up. Yep. I have to yeah. raise my After estimate. You, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Halfway through the project, it's like, uh, we gave estimates last. I gotta go in twenty more fall for spring, mm-hmm. and then I had to re. They're not irrelevant. Them. Yeah. They, they don't. I can't even buy that part for what I sold it to. Yeah. Well, for. they're starting to understand yep. the struggles of what we deal with every day in the house bidding work, they started understanding the shortage, the issues, the trucking, the fuel logistics. The, yeah. yeah. So you understand yeah. everything that you operate that you used to keep in this nest egg that you were able to control. Cause you could go pull septic tanks and go get material today order for tomorrow. And you're on the job the following day, loaded on the truck, picking up on the way. Now it's like, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's too much. Lead like I had to what, made four phone calls in the last week and a half, you know, most awkward conversation, you know, is, is either I'm not going to be able to do your job because I'm not paying out, you know, for this, these increases in the prices that came at me after I already sold the job and you're, you're going, you're knocking on the door and you're like, I need another 4,500 bucks, you know? And they're just like, they're already maxed out with the budget they were already working with. And, you know, I was so afraid to do that. But at the end of the day, like they applauded me for that because, you know, I would have been miserable. The job wouldn't have got done. Both of us would have been the quality angry. would have sucked. Quality would have sucked. Well, the quality would have been great, but yeah. my 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 mindset, mindset like yeah. everything, I would have been miserable. I would have been, you know. So thank God, every one of them, you oh. know, understood and were able to, you know, carry that, you know, on them and pay out, you know, the ads. But it's 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 crazy if you don't have that that talk with your customers now, you know, you're going to be going under, you know. Yeah. Underquoting yeah. hurt, hurts everybody. Yeah, yeah. It hurts. And I, I was not underquoting. It was just like it, it was the cost. This was my yeah. number, whether it was high or not. That's what I. That's what I based my budget for my lifestyle and everything for this year. And now all of a sudden, I'm paying out of my my profit, you know, to make them happy, and they're going to have the end product they're going to be happy with. But I, I had just had to have that talk. I was like, you know, this went up forty seven percent. Like yes. my gas just went up a hundred, you know, two hundred percent. You know, it's like this. Yeah. I'm like. So they, they understood, but without, if I would have waited and waited and waited, I wouldn't have slept at night. You know, I just went for it and thank God I did because now it's made it easier on the next ones, you know, to do it in the future. I think the value of us is about to go way up though, guys. Yeah, oh, I really do. I think we are going to be worth more from here on out. Yeah. And you set the bar, you set your bar like that though. Now to go back to your JCC days to the Van Gordon days of not your company transitioning, but talking about COVID, what was your estimates like back then to now? Cause back then before COVID for me, I felt like everybody and their brother was just calling and I would go bid, let's say a hundred estimates and I might only get like 10. Now today, everybody that's calling, they're ready to do business Yeah, they're ready. versus just wasting your fucking time. I feel like more people now 
they want to have stuff done. They're willing to pay a certain amount of a price if it's in their scope of work, but it kind of knocked out like the shit kickers yeah. for business wise. I think a lot of people have more money than they've ever had right now. Yeah. And I don't know why I don't have that figured out why people are Well, 95% of my customers are they're not leaving their houses anymore. No, but how so, are they making uh, more money? They're not, dri- they're they're not, not driving their the car. They're not going out to lunch, lunch every day. Like things like that. Like I, I would say I'm saving, well, not anymore, but you know, I was probably spending $40 a day on coffee in the morning, lunch, you know, with whomever, you know, I'd take out somebody and I just buy them lunch because I needed to talk to them about something. And then after that, on the way home, I'd stop at the bar and grab a burger or beer, you know, and that was every day, you know, and then it stopped, you know. And you just change your lifestyle, I guess, you know, and when you're at home, you know, you cook, you eat your sandwich, you, you know, you're not spending that stupid money, not spending gas money. So definitely adds up. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. And in fact, just today I recorded a video on it for, for the dirt. Um, how are you guys handling bidding jobs? You guys are in a, a very fuel heavy business. How are you guys handling the drastically changing fuel prices when you go out on quote jobs. So I bid everything multiple different ways. I don't know how you guys do yours, but I look at it a per day, my operating costs, what I need to make for that machine, the amount of guys are overhead. And then I look at it. What is that job worth? What do I think that job's worth? How fast can I get it done? Yeah. Are we more efficient than the next guy? And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but I think it evens out, right? So I always bid every job in my head, whether I do it on paper or not, I bid it twice. And then I kind of take the middle ground. Yeah. You do right? a mental bid, then yes. you do yep. a financial bid on yep. paper. Yeah. Yes. And then do but I bid this. It, I bid it two different ways <laughs> yeah. too. I bid it, how fast can I get that done? And uh, how much do I want to make per day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much does that machine cost me per day? Right? Right, because you and got then, dead time. Yes. And then I look at it like, what yeah. is that job worth? Yeah. Touch on the worth. Don't necessarily run down to rabbit hole in numbers, but when you talk about a job worth, that, what do you look at when you say this is worth? So that comes from experience. Like, you know, Dylan, yep. Dylan's getting there, but that just comes from time. You can walk around and by the time I'm done with an estimate, I already have the number in my head. Yeah. I already know. And then I go put it on paper, but I already know that job's worth 10 grand. Right. I'm like, that's worth 10. He looks at it like, how many square feet are we doing? Yeah. He's using more calculations. Yeah, you're an analytical yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But that's the lack that's, of experience. That's experience is what that's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't teach that. That just, it comes, it just comes with time. Yeah. 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 That you, now, that's, that's, and hopefully earned. you're taught and learned over time the right way well, <laughs> what those numbers were. Yeah. I think that's earned by mistakes. Yeah. Almost. Okay. Yeah. Well, yep. that's the yep. biggest. That's year right there is what the hurts. Mistakes. You yeah. you learn more when it hurts. Yep. Now, Dylan, right? what do you think worth is on a job being twenty four years old in this industry with a capital heavy business with the fuel raging? Honestly, I look at everything uh, pretty similar to Justin. I've kind of adapted his ways because uh, it's working. Yeah, I mean, it, it's worked for us to this date, and you know, I've got a system down that's pretty good. Uh, you know, I always count for for time. How efficient are we going to be on this job? You know, conditions that makes a huge, I mean, that plays a huge role in things. For Touch example, uh, conditions like we're on it. Actually, we have, I have a perfect example. We're on a job this week. When I bid it, 
um, back in February, you know, the ground was frozen. We, it's uh, you probably. It was nice, it's, and, nice and yeah, hard. <laughs> it's, it's not even an acre. Um, it's just a small. <laughs> I had to, I'm sorry. Uh, I had to on that one. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a small little lot clear. Nothing to it. Some jack pines, real, you know, tall hundred foot jack pines. And there's really not, to, nothing to it. And when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is easy money. We're done in and out here in two days. Well, now we that dro- the big thaw has happened, <laughs> we dropped the machine off on Saturday. As soon as Justin pulled in, frenzy. Oof. tracks, you couldn't even see the tracks disappeared. Uh, and he was like, dude, this is not good. And I was like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, five, what I thought, five days later. Well, yeah. Oof. What I thought was going to be a two day job <laughs> when the guy started it on Monday, we're finally wrapping up tomorrow. Wow. That kind of thing. Did That's, you set a deadline on the job of completion? For the customer or for our employees? For customer. Um, I did not. They didn't have a lot of whole lot of expectations going into it. Um, when we originally talked and you know went over everything, you know I told them, hey, two days, um, three days at the worst. Um, and again, that was you know middle of February. Ground was super hard. I couldn't really tell how wet it really was back there. And then, like I said, it's we, Black Pete. We oh, God. It's, it's soft. in Michigan oh, right now. For people yeah, that don't yeah. know what Black Pete is, <laughs> it is quicksand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, question out of the worth. Why didn't you pull off the job and come back when it was drier? Um, because it the customers needed it done now. They, uh, you know, originally they had I was a, like other people they, following they, behind they, you. They had a deadline to meet. Yeah. They're they're uh, they're building a pole barn. Um, you know, as soon as we're done, which I don't. They're obviously no, how they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, they obviously have to wait now. But uh, and I don't think they realize it either. They were just kind of like, because you know, I always ask that question like you know, what are the conditions like out here? I don't live here. Like, what do you, what do you guys think? And, you know, at that time they were like, oh, it's great. You know, whatever. It's, they just walk it, over there. Yeah. The lawnmower goes across and yeah. Flydell takes a shit over yeah. there. We exactly. also got to fill our schedule. Right? Yeah. We got to yep. keep our guys fed. So Correct. whether yeah. it was the right move or not, we yeah. got to go to work. Yep. Now I do really want to acknowledge something. The, the whole time he's telling the story, this is clearly, and this is not a knock to you. This is no. industry. This is how we all learn yeah. is through fucking up. Yeah. Well, this and, is what and the whole don't time talk about. Well, it. and the, and the thing that I'm really admiring right now is the whole time he was telling that story, you didn't have a single like pissed off look in your face. <laughs> like it was just like you're learning. Yeah. And so, as a boss, he clearly fucked up, which is it's all right. It happens. It's yep. how we all learn. I wouldn't say he fucked up. So, it's it's a it's a learning curve. Sure. Yeah. It's a, yeah. but, but to not to put but to not account for the thaw. Is is kind of a little bit of a rookie move up here in Michigan because we kind of know when it's yeah. coming, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead of taking that and going, flying off the handle and saying you fucked up, you're, you're out of here. Well, he redid that the other day. He's done it over with. He revoked Hitachi privileges for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, what what mentally what goes through your mind in that situation? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! I mean, as soon as we pulled in there, because me and him dropped it off. He gets out of the machine. He goes, dude, this is not going to be good. And I, yeah. and I look at him. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I mean, I obviously saw the tracks and, you know, the machine got buried pretty quickly. But I was like, what do you mean? We we got this. Don't yeah. worry about it. And he's like, no, you, you don't get it. Yeah. Like, you, you just, you, you don't get it. And, you know, two days later, I go out there to see what the guys are up to and, and check on things. Yeah. And they're like, where you left them. <laughs> I, I got I got guys like knee deep and just shit. And I'm yeah. like. Oh, okay. It all makes sense now. When you start, you know, messing with the ground, pushing trees over, it just makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what'd you what'd you learn on this with this bid that you probably nailed if the weather was right? What did you learn today? 
Well, uh, Justin did a really good job kind of explaining it to me. And, and, you know, on our way out there, he was kind of, he, he's super observer, observant, and, you know, the whole way out there, we're, we're driving down the road and he's like, dude, it's really wet in this area. It's really wet. Like, look how wet it is right there. He's like, it's always wet out here. And I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, Hmm, I wonder how wet it is at the job. That's two miles <laughs> down the road. Right? road. <laughs> and you know, cause it's all this, it's just farmland out yeah. there. It's, it's up in Byron. So it's North of here. Byron and, can and, swamp. Yeah. Farmland <laughs> is different. Right, right North yeah. of Clyde road. Yeah. Maybe and he just, he, and, so obviously we dropped the machine off and, you know, he, he kind of explained, he's like, now you see what I'm talking about when I say like, you can tell, you know, depending on where you're at geographically, you're like, okay, this is probably going to be yeah exactly like it is a mile down the road. Not to say that, you know, also I'm on some drain tiles next week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. where I want to go is not, not the like necessarily, oh shit moment when no. you pull in. What, what I want to dive more into is you've got an employee that's clearly learning a very valuable lesson that's costing you money, but your instinct isn't to get mad and fire him. No. What What's the thought that goes through? Because this is key in my mind to a good employer. What's going through your mind as he makes this error and then learns from it? I, I look at Dylan like he's a, he's an asset and he's an investment. I need to give him the tools and the appropriate amount of time, right? He's not going to kill every single job. Yep. We're not going to win every day. There's no way you can win every day. Sure. But, you know, it takes time. Day. I need to make him part owner of this one day. Yeah. And yeah. because really to have his attitude, you got to have some ownership in sure. something. Oh, yeah. Right? To really give two shits, you got to you gotta own you something. You got to invest. Yeah. yeah. So invest. My, my thinking on it right now, though, is is hogs get fat, pigs get slaughtered. I'm going to fucking invest every single ounce I have into it in hopes that it, you know, works out for me in the future. And, yeah. and I have not a doubt in my mind that Justin's going to make it work worth it for me, you know, as, as time moves on. Do you want a job? Another thing that Justin said that sticks out that a lot of people don't make those decisions and you will learn that decision down the road one day is he says, I have employees that still have to work. Whether you think you made the right call or not, I think you probably made the right call because the job had to move forward. You have employees that have to work, and a lot of small businesses don't understand that. Financially, I'm sure you still made a couple bucks on the job, even though you had to pay a little more and go backwards. But you'll learn one day, too, there are sacrifices that there are decisions that got to be made on certain jobs to feed the people, even if I only make cash flow a thousand bucks for the weekend yeah, or everything, because it's worth it to stay you busy. You have to make those decisions because if you don't keep them working, not every job you're going to make X amount of percent. Yeah. Right. So those are decisions that sometimes being a business owner, we look at and we go, fuck it. They need to make money or they'll go somewhere else and I'm still going to make X amount of money. So you'll make certain sacrifices. So you didn't make the bad call and we're not trying to nitpick on it all, but those are, I love it. Those are decisions that you'll make yeah. over time with the experience of sacrificing for jobs or, Hey, let's hurry up and cancel this job and let's, and in yeah. 15 in. years, you'll be yeah. in the same spot making decisions, <laughs> well, driving your protege. Yeah. More importantly, the reason I was really harping on that relationship is because that relationship right there, the, and, and I will totally back you up. Justin is a phenomenal boss in that conversation right there, because 
In this industry, <laughs> 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 fucking Brian getting a Hitachi. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got to work for the gold one. <laughs> but no, it's in this industry in particular. It, there's there's so much of that mentality that the second someone fucks up, they're oh out, you're out of here. Yeah. Fuck, you're out of here. And it's like, okay, yeah, that is a business that costs you money. But what you said was was perfect. Your employees are an investment. And if you just invested, how let's say it cost your business twenty grand, you just invested twenty grand into a lesson that he's never going to fuck up like oh, that again. Yeah. But you're willing to let him go to another employer and give them the benefit of your investment of twenty grand. Like, how the fuck does that make sense? Well, in time, but that's the exactly. Time, yeah. But that's the mentality that has has really plagued this industry. And I think that's a big part of why we struggle to find new people willing to come in and work is because everyone's scared to make mistakes because they're going to get ousted versus the way you just handled that situation. Like Dylan, are you afraid of going on another bid now? Fuck no. Like, yeah, because you know that your boss has your back. Yeah. It's okay if you make a mistake because you're going to learn from it and you're going to move forward. That needs to be ingrained in, in our everybody. industry. Yeah. yeah. That's such a unique mindset in this industry. For now, sure. Dylan, so. being 24 years old, we hear people all sorts of ages that fucking hate their job, hate their boss. They don't they don't realize that there are employees out there and employers out there that are fun to work for. Not just with your relationship now with Justin. What coming into this company, what were you looking for as an employer as you're going to be an employee? Like what were you looking for? And what I, would you expect? So kind of backing up here like the the place i worked before i, I was just uh like i said paper pusher you're you know? a number yeah i was just a number yeah. I, I i was a, a the smallest guy on the totem pole and i just to me there's there's so much better things to do than you know just spend your time in a, in a giant company like that yeah. you can you can start at the bottom and create Work an empire like that i'd yep. rather i'd rather be there someday and, and if we ever do get to that i'm I would never, I'm not, I'm always going to be, you know, on site every day in the office every morning, greeting everybody. Yeah. I did not, I like, I cannot stand the, you know, these, these bigger companies, these bosses and all these, you know, presidents and CEOs who have all the, you know, the, these employees who've never even, they've never even fucking spoke to. Yeah. That, yeah. That just, it bothers me so much. You, you have to be able to be personable and, and, you know, understand every employee because everybody's different. Like I'm, and I, I, not to say I, you know, change my personality for who I'm talking to, but you know, there's. Oh, that's salesmanship even, though. Yeah. Salesmanship. Even with the, the seven people that we have currently employed, every single one of them is different. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime I have a conversation with them, it's, you know, talking to Will, you know, we're talking about one thing. I, I know what he's into and, and, you know, I get along with him and we talk about those things. You know, and then I and then I go talk to Doug, and it's about something completely different. It's, yeah, I mean, you know, like I, it's just like everybody it. is so much different, and yeah. you have to adapt. And and if you care, they'll care. That's almost oh, all. Yeah, it, yep. it, it's all it is. And that's so well that said. is part of being a true people person. And, yeah. and in all honesty, if you're going to own your own company and have employees, you got to be a people person. Yeah. If you're going to be in sales, the I'm two go hand person. in hand. Yeah, you got to be a people person. And part of being a people person. To be a chameleon sounds like a bad thing. 
Uh, but it, people will be like, oh, you're, you're two-faced, it, fake, Exactly, whatever. exactly. But, but that's, that's the thing is, is being a chameleon in this sense is not being fake. You're having yeah. real conversations. But yeah, like you just genuine. said, you've got, you've got one guy that's operating on this level. You've got one guy that's operating on this level. Yeah. They're total polar opposites of the spectrum. You've got to be able to communicate with both of those guys, which yeah. means you have to be able to have both of those conversations. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's, those, those well, guys have Sometimes the guys too. on the site, like, you guys are their family or you're oh, all absolutely. they have, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, 100%. Nuts. Like yep. if they if go I, home and like, they're just miserable and then yeah. they come, you know, so Some, you gotta be a ready lot of for people that. Look, look forward to going to work every day. Yeah. Especially when you have people around you who care about you, who want to yep. talk to you. Like if, if I spend my whole day talking to Justin and nobody else, they're like, Oh fuck those guys. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like you, you have to take time and yep. talk to every single guy yep. every yep. day and be like, what's up, what's going on? How you doing? Like, it's just how it is. Yeah. There's, I remember I my first job. I asked, you know, somebody, you know, how's your day going? They're like, I was like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, I'm like, no, I yeah. do. I'm like, yeah, let's talk. You yeah, know, and then after that, you know, probably 10 years after that day, we went to breakfast like once yeah. a week. You know, we, it, it was just good. And he had never had that in his whole life. He just worked by himself yeah, in dude, the people, mechanical room. And it was like, he was a nobody. Yeah. And I was like, I'm still good buddies with him. You know, it's crazy. People, there's, but you, you show a little bit of care and it goes a million miles. Yeah. You know? Nobody realizes how many people like are on this earth who are just so like to themselves because they're yeah. just like, nobody gives a fuck about it, yep. but it's not, it's not yep. the case at all. There's yep. so many people that everybody has like, to have a purpose. though, yeah, exactly. right? you want to feel included from being the bottom of the employee to the top. Even the bottom employee plays a crucial role that people don't realize coming in an entry level. Yeah. They're just as important as the guy that's making the decision. Like yep. we're a team here to touch back on the opposite side. Now, Justin, what do you look at? When you hire an employee, like what do you expect an employee to be when they show up to work? You don't always have to know everything. You got to have morals, right? It's really about honesty. If you you fucked up. Touch on honesty. If you fucked up (laughs) and you're honest about it, dude, I appreciate that. If you ran my machine into the the customer's car and you came to me and said, hey, dude, I, I fucked up. That that's You got to man up every now and then, right? Yeah. Shit happens. If you try to hide it, that's that's when you dig yourself a grave. We look like idiots. Yeah. I hate looking like an idiot. I don't know about something else. Yeah. The blame game's not fun. I hate that. Right? Joe down the street did it instead of just saying, yeah, dude, I fucked up. What can I do? It's his fault. He was in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what do you think an employee should be coming in the door, though? Like, what do you expect being an employer now? What did I expect from Dylan? Um, just tell me what your experience is. Tell me what you think you know, and give me some time. And uh, and what do you want to know? You know, everybody wants to make money, but you have to start them out at a, a low enough dollar amount to have room for improvement. Because if you start them out at a high dollar, what if you don't think they're worth it? Yeah, like you have you can't no go room. backwards. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. becomes. Yeah, everybody it's, gets in that negative mindset, right? So you have to feel everything out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not fun hiring and firing. It's it's no. it's not it's good. the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not good for you. It's not good for the person you're letting go. It's just not fun. Yeah. So it's just like being married, right? Yeah. How many, how many times <laughs> you want to get divorced? <laughs> right. right. Which yeah, that's yeah. a that's a really good question, actually. So you're married. You've been running this company for X amount of years. You decided to totally shift gears, which I'm sure meant a huge investment of your time as you shifted gears. Talk about the relationship you've got with your wife and the support she provides you to help you with that. My wife's on on her game, man. My wife is uh, 
she puts some time into the business, but she kind of allows me to to spend time when I need to spend the amount of time on the business, right? In our winter, we're slow, so I spend more time with the family. Spring, she kind of takes over kid stuff, and she knows I'm gone for X amount of time. Yeah, it's a seven-month right? split. Yeah, so you have to, she knows when to adapt. Mm-hmm. So, and that can be testy, right? Because if you stop giving some attention to your wife, you know, they'll they'll give you the look. Yeah. Right? Yep. Right back to balance. Yeah. That's the that's the hardest yeah. thing I, that's the most struggles I have is balance. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but. That's, that's it's, it's hard. One. It's hard. Yeah. You know, because you can't have both. You can't go make money and have the, the perfect family life. Yes. Right. 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 It's one or the other. Well, there's got to be an understanding on both parties of when time <laughs> needs to be invested and not invested. Because obviously we're in a seven month split. Like that's when we do most of our business and most profitable is when it's dry and going into fall. Like that's our time to work like maniacs. And yep. there has to be an understanding for people getting in the trades with another significant other yeah. understanding like what you're committing to. And it's the gauntlet. It's a seven, eight months of working like hell to sit on your ass of what do you want to do? Shit, look at us. We we grind all week and all of a sudden we're like, hey, let's let's do a podcast. I'm like, what the, I don't need a fucking another hobby. You know, like <laughs> what are we doing? But you know, we're reaching out to everyone. You know, it, it, it's a there's a purpose in it. This is a know? big deal, guys. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. No, you guys are creating something pretty. You're only saying yeah. that because we provided scotch. So fucking <laughs> 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 hey. Oh, now, I, but it is good. You know, it's reaching out to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's giving it's them a pleasure a, having you guys here with a humble experience and the knowledge that you're carrying. Both, both of you, I want to ask that one question as we start to slowly wrap up here. If you could give any advice to somebody that's starting to get into the industry, what would it be? Go ahead, Dylan. Hmm. It's deep. I know. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's honestly, I think, I'd start by, you know, show up on time, show up 30 minutes early, stay 30 minutes late, work your ass off, do things, do like the little things. You get back to the shop. Yeah. That, I mean, (laughs) and if you don't have the money to stay after, you know, wash machine, clean out the truck, just clean up. I mean, take care of things, show that you care. Um, you know, it really there, there, I could go down a whole rabbit hole with this, but. I, I, I be really next, think next podcast. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Yeah. I, I think that it, as ethic. long as, yeah, as long as you care and you know, I, I get everybody has their days. Everybody has shitty days. Everybody has days that, you know, especially when I'm lucky because I really don't have a lot of, uh, like there's not, there's not a whole lot of things in my life that prevent me from working my ass off and, and doing those things. But there's guys out there who have kids and if, if you're late, you know, you got to take the kids to school, whatever. I mean, it's cool, but just as long as you show that you care and you know, you're on time. And like I said, really to me, I think what stands out the most is if somebody takes the time out of their day, whether they're, you know, like I said, 30 minutes after 30 minutes before just to do the little things, you know, just, I think that means more than anything to me just because that's how I was raised. That's the kind of things I do, but that's, I mean, everybody thinks differently. It's a a great opinion though. though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, what about you, Justin? I think it's a little bit simpler than that. Yeah. I think if you want more, you give more. Yeah. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Right. You want more money, you give more time. Yeah. yeah. Right. You want more responsibility, you you try harder. Put the initiative yeah. in. Right. You clean the like you said, you clean the trucks out. You want to 
you want to prove yourself, you want to be the boss, you got to invest. Yeah. Right? You got to take a chance. Gamble. It's a little bit of gambling. Most definitely. I was um, just talking to someone today that, that we think of money as this transactional thing, like all on its own. But really, when you distill money down, it is something that you're trading for your time. It's a tool. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a tool that you're trading for your time. And so if you want something more, you trade more of your time and in return, you will receive more money for that I investment. I think that was, a, that was the biggest thing that I learned. Like my time is money. It is. You know, because I was 100%. wasting so much time not doing anything other than just, you know, but then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I got to stop and move forward. Start right. making money. Yeah, but the know? concept of trading time for yeah, money yeah, yeah. Um, can be tricky, I think, because... Hookers. <laughs> yeah, hookers. I hate the idea of uh, I hate the idea of bidding jobs by the hour. Yeah, it's personally, horrible. Yeah. I don't do it. I, no I don't want to bid anything by the hour, by the day. Yep. We still do because people ask, right? And it's real easy to not even go look at that job and say, "Hey, we're two thousand right. bucks." Yeah, that's yeah. that's easy. But what's the reward in it? Yeah. If you have a really efficient tool and you bought that three hundred thousand dollar mulcher. Yeah. And you're selling Why it. would you bid you're by the hour? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why not just take the, the cheaper tool and take two days to do it? Yeah. yeah. Right? You're yeah. you're losing money. Right. So Nailed it. I want to get paid for my reward. Yes. For for, for my efficiency. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because yep. I'm faster, because I have the nicer whatever. Well, and like Rick just said, you you invested this wasn't just some like thing that, oh, I happen to be a badass and I'm faster. You invested a significant amount of money. To become more efficient, you should be compensated for that. It shouldn't just be, oh, now you get to drop down to this base tier of yep. my hourly rate. Or skill. Well, you know, if you're faster than I am, sure. and you put two guys in the same exact machine, but he finishes it twice as fast, why should we make the exact same amount? Yeah. yeah. And you're, yeah. you're on point right there because we don't have to get into dollar amounts on jobs, but I've had a couple jobs we've done very well on. I was probably like in the middle of the bid on some of them and you go in and you knock it just out of the park. And I've had a couple homeowners walk up and approach me just irate. You charge X amount of money. It's a lot of money. You weren't here, but a day. Right. But we agreed upon a price. Do you know how I long was in, I was in the middle yeah, of the road. It took me to get this efficient. <laughs> Correct. I've been doing this since I've been seven years old. So if you figure out I'm 38 now, I've been doing this a long fucking time with a lot of errors growing up in the trades. And finally, one day I had big enough balls to go buy a fucking machine <laughs> and put it on the table. And you're going to bitch at me for something that I've done in a day, in a 12 hour day. You don't have the machine. You don't have the experience. So why the fuck should I bid this by the hour? You can't, yeah. you can't compare yeah, They'll it to, still charge you 10 grand to your books because you can't do your books, but they can do yeah. it really fast. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how I look that's at it. It's like, if you compare it to like, what does it cost to go rent that machine versus hire you? That's, that's 100% the wrong mindset. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Because you put a homeowner in one of these machines, <laughs> it, it might take them 10 days. And, and they might kill themselves in the process. Like that's, start, a, that's a true reality. We need to start reality. a new YouTube station of yes. following the homeowners that rent their yeah. shit. Yes. Or let's look at let's look at like a tree company, right? Tree I love guys get bid against tree companies. Well, they they bid a tree, say next to a house, and the homeowner cuts that tree down. It falls on his house, right? Cost him thirty grand of damage. Right. You're paying that tree guy for his experience not to drop that tree on his house. Yeah. Decision. Yes. Right. I got so, three trees that are being dropped in about three weeks and. 
hopefully, you know, he's good. Yeah, you're paying but for his experience. He, he dropped two trees on uh, my daughter's swing set, but okay. that was my fault because I wasn't paying attention where Ooh. I was pushing the tractor. But you know. him some slack, huh, Todd? <laughs> yeah. Then he took out my fire pit ring. Oh, it, was, it was great. Make sure we get the dates so to film this shit. Yeah, third time I went with the lowest, lowest bitter man. No. Yeah, that that always pans out really well yeah, with oh the tree yeah, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Lois, you, yeah. you know what? Actually, right once he obliterated bat. everything in the yard, yeah. there's nothing left. Yeah, to hit. What else can he fuck up? <laughs> That's right. He was good. I tell people right off the bat, though, I'm not going to be your cheapest guy. I tell them yeah. all that all the time. If you're looking for quality and somebody that could attention perform, to detail, yeah, that's going to perform and you're happy, you can't put a price point on satisfaction. <laughs> You really can't. You, or you should sh- always remember the shit fucking job and the yeah. price that you paid for it and what it costs you. Or just showing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Or just yeah. telling the, the customer when you're going to be there and you show up. That is right? the best. Like when I show up after I yeah. like get the job, they're like, wait, you actually showed up today? I'm like, and it's, it mind boggles me. That how many jobs? Like, how many people did like fail to do this? Like we went through seven contractors in the last like three years to do X. Yeah. Like, they don't have the like, time wait, I to just, even call I told you back. I'd be here yeah. this day yeah. and I'm here. You know, or if I'm not going to be there, I let them know that I'm not going to be there and they think I'm ghost. You know, they're like, fuck, we've heard this before. Yeah. They call seven of their contractors yeah. and all of a sudden I show up the next day when I said I was going to, you know, because of whatever happened the first time. And they're like, oh, well, we, we just got another bid. I'm like, dude, I'm, you know, it's, yeah. it's hilarious that that's a mindset that they've taken on, you know. But, anyways, that's another story. But uh, we're going to end it with this. Uh, you guys could change anything what would your dream jobs be i'm i'm doing mine i i i I love what i do guys i really do minus being a stripper right right. (laughs) there you go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, are you doing dream job i honestly i think i got it i mean well, like just because he's sitting next to you he's got a gun on my head yeah right (laughs) no no honestly i mean how do I put this? Would I would I like to be bigger? Would I like to be you know larger scale? Would I like to just rule the market? Yes, but that takes time. Um, I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, so I think where I'm at now is perfect for you know where I'm at in life. Um, Man, he's ambitious, isn't he? Yeah, he is. I'm like, fucking hell ambitious yeah. as hell. You got a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good thing for that Google Ads, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know. I, Honestly, I, I like where I'm at. I, if if somebody told me you could go make X amount here tomorrow or wherever, I don't care where it is. I don't really think I'm interested. I like the freedom that I have. I like that I'm allowed to, you know, like we talked about, fuck up, and it's it's okay. Yeah, I, I, it's helping me learn. And I, there's a lot of places I could go do something similar to this, but I would not get the chances that I get here. To have your hands I, on everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think somebody would give me that opportunity. And I never thought in a million years I'd find somebody to give me that opportunity besides my dad. And yeah. I fucking hate painting. So yeah. I never yeah. wanted to do that. I'm with but, you. So something really sticks out to me. So when we originally started this podcast and, and Totten joined us and we're like, fuck, we need it to was have on a whim. Like, yeah, it was. It was on a whim and then and then we were like, fuck, we need to have something that we kind of close out with. And we come up with Totten's got his question. He, that he came up with it was like what's your dream job we're like fuck that's a really good question and we always thought we were going to get these like grandiose like, ideas or huge one thing that really sticks out to me and and it's just what i love about the trades it's actually really rare that we get someone with a grandiose like this is what i would do everybody in the trades fucking loves what they do yeah 
Yeah. Oh, there are days. There are days. There are days. <laughs> days. But overall, yeah. but even when you do your dream job, all, whatever the hell it is, it's well, still going to have a shitty place. Right. But my yeah. whole point is, for most of us, like being in the trades, being outside, working with our hands, yeah. being in the dirt, like this is the dream job. Yeah. And yeah, what else are you going to do? You right? know, to get back on my soapbox. <laughs> yet we push everybody into college. We, but anyway. Anyway. No, I like that topic. Yeah. Let's that's, talk about that. That's, yeah. that's that's wrong on so many levels Absolutely. for a lot oh, of people. We got I a went whole to college. second pocket. <laughs> it was We're going deep if we go down that road. Yeah. College worked for me. <laughs> we'll have them back. <laughs> yeah. We'll have them back. Yeah. We'll absolutely have it's, you guys. You guys so are local, easy. so yeah, we'll get you guys back for sure. I would sure. love yeah. to come back. This Thanks for fun. joining us today, guys. Yeah, we Thanks for having us. Genuinely had a good time. I look forward to listening to this. Oh, it's a lot better when you listen to it because you're not in the middle of the conversation. I never thought I would listen to our podcast like after we do it, and all of a sudden I'm like, I, that's all I'm listening to. I'm like, this is awesome. Yes. Really? It is. You you get you find you're so into the conversation, you miss 90% of it. And when you listen to it, you remember. Oh, wow. Yeah. He said a really good thing. Like, oh, I never caught that. So, yeah. But uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, yes, head over to dieselandironproductions.com. Go to the blog. Or, yeah, we've got it up as a blog. That's where you can comment on the uh, episode. Give us a five star rating. If like, you're on follow Apple. us on Instagram, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. whatever. We got By the, the website coming for Sweat. Yeah. You guys got Instagram. What's your Instagram? Oh. Uh, Van Gordon Land Solutions, uh, TikTok, Instagram. What else we got? Facebook. Facebook. Beautiful. YouTube. Check us out. Oh, awesome. Yeah. We post some sweet content. What's your they phone do. number? 810. <laughs> That's it. Go for, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's a bold move to put it out there. Yeah. By all oh, means. That would be bad. All right. Well, Actually, guys. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Seriously. (laughs) Sell yourself. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll go Uh, check them out and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Sweat and Grind. Thanks, guys. Thank you.